Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time That's better. Better? Good. Yeah, 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 see? I don't know what's fucking hard about this bullshit again. <laughs> Come on, Timmer, get your shit together. Oh, be careful, he might hear you. Oh, wait, he doesn't listen to the podcast ever. No, no, he doesn't. He doesn't. <laughs> he doesn't. He does not. But yeah. Hello, good afternoon, and good evening. Welcome to a lovely episode of the Podosaurus. That didn't mean to sound angry. <laughs> You sounded so upset about it, just like so distraught. <laughs> Welcome to the Potosaurus. My name is Ken. To... My name is old Ken. Bother. You, you just like old, Eeyore old, over there. Old bother. Old bother. So the, the, the meds getting to me. <laughs> but yeah, it's just just us. Me it's just, and it just... Matt, man of the hour, Lou. Me. Hi. Yeah, me. I'm tired. What else is new? It's just been it's been a long month and an even long. It's been a busy week already. Yeah, this, it's Tuesday. I, I won't been a busy hear week. for you for another month or so on the episode. I'll be I'll be around. Uh, the next episode, I'm just gonna say like because we'll have, we're getting back really early on Monday, and then I'm gonna like go back to streams on like the following day. Like I'm I'm yeah. gonna be missing like a Thursday, Friday, and a Monday. Yeah, and then I'll be back on Tuesday. So I'm probably just gonna be like dead tired because we're gonna be like. I'm going to North Dakota with girlfriend's family, and if you know me, I am great with social interaction and long prolonged periods of time with a lot of people I don't know that well. So it's going to be great because we'll be there in North Dakota. So, I was going to say what what's see I've only been to three other states, mm-hmm. so or no four because of the layover. Eh, no, technically five because I laid over in uh, no no four. For Dallas, the, the two hours that I was in Dallas. Uh, but I've only been technically to four other states. What, what the mm. hell is in North Dakota? <laughs> so her family's from there. So, like, mm. uh, her mom, like, I forgot, I think, I forgot, her mom is, her grandma's from there, like, the town we're going to. And I don't remember if her grandpa's there or not, but, like, they moved around a lot and end up just back, like, home in North Dakota. Mm. And... It's just a small town up there. Their mall. If I'll have to see if the mall is still how it was. I haven't been there for ten years. The mall had a uh, Sears on one side and a Kmart on the other. Both of those mm. companies, I don't know if they exist anymore. So that's gonna be fun to find out. And there was an air quote movie theater in that mall as well, but I don't know where it fit. So it might have just been a room. So Kmart, if I remember correctly, filed for bankruptcy. Yeah, and like I think Sears doesn't have stores anymore, or at least there's none around here. It's not um, they they have stores here, but it's mm-hmm. it's it's more like the warehouse. Mm-hmm. Like we have one Sears here, and that that that's probably like the last Sears. Like I said, that's like when I go to other states, I get so weirded out to see things that are still running that we just don't have anymore because of the fact that probably the cost of running an operation in Hawaii is just so darn oh, expensive yeah. that they they just cut, they cut their losses. Like I didn't know JC Penney's still technically exist because when I went to San Fran, they had it. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, wow, JC Penney, I haven't seen those in like years. <laughs> oh no, the mall's closed. Wait, hold on. Is the mall back open? So the Sears is permanently closed. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just like taking a look. Okay, the mall's still there. What do they have instead now? So there's a TJ Maxx, and I don't recognize a lot of these other. I don't recognize some of these. What the hell is Shoe Sensation? I have no idea what's in there. This town is small. Like I, it's, it's it's tiny. And yeah, that's where we're going. But I mean, I've been to a few other states. Let's see. I've been I've I've driven all the way up through those, and I've driven all the way down to Texas, and I've been to Illinois and Indiana up in Ohio. And I've been as far to Colorado, but that's about it. So I've been like in like across, like I've T-post on the country in a weird way. But that's it. Still want to go to Hawaii. Although, yeah, like you said, for, if I go, I can't. I don't know. So <laughs> I I get a lot of pretty diverse content on my TikTok now. Hmm. And one thing I've noticed, I get a lot of um anti-tourism stuff from hawaii oh that's just me sending you that yeah no but because of you sending me that i get a lot more i just find it funny i find it no but like it's only if you go to like the north shore or i feel like it's i feel like it's one of those like i can still definitely visit but like it's there's a difference between visiting and being a tourist i think well as long as you don't like stick out I think yeah. you're fine. If you, like, wear, like, normal clothes, as long as you're not, mm. like, in, like, freaking like, sandals and, like, a Aloha shirt going to, like, a mall. Wait, I, wait, I, can't, I can't wear my Hawaiian shirts that I've been buying lately because they've been dad <laughs> shirts. <laughs> Look, I wore one of those yesterday. It was, like, a tank top you, and this white you can, one. You can wear them in Waikiki, but, like, if I'm going to take you to, like, you know, where I should show you all the book-off stuff. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna take you there. They're, I'm just gonna get looks. <laughs> You're gonna get looks like all the time. But I can't want to go. I'm like, oh my god, I just love the culture here. It's just so, <laughs> it's so exotic. Do one it's of so those exo- typical white people things. No, you got if a typical white person would be just like, you know, oh man, I feel like I should just take over. Do they have a Starbucks around here? You guys need a. Have you ever have they had coffee here before? I don't know. Yes, Kona coffee. I sh- man. Oh man, I should do that when I'm in North Dakota. Be like, oh my god, this culture around here is so exotic, and it's just like white people staring at me. It's like it's and like, like sir, this is a taco or some shit. They're like, sir, this is a taco John's. I'm like, we don't have these where I'm from. This is so crazy. Actually, we do have one in the town I live in now, and I cannot wait. I'm moving. I am moving. So next episode, I'll be in my new place. So that's gonna be fun. Find out the acoustics of that basement that I'm gonna be moving into. Not looking forward to that. <laughs> It might be a little bit better because the room will be smaller and I'll have more stuff in there, but it's going to be like concrete walls, so I might have to get some like dampening stuff. We'll have to figure out how that works. Because a lot of people buy those dampening tiles and like they do them wrong, so they're pointless. Hmm. See, but now, also now Elgato looking, will sell you anything. I, I'm I'm looking forward to bringing you to all these all the places. <laughs> like I really just want to go. I want to go out and visit you because you've been here. And I also want to go yeah. someplace that actually has, like, Pokeballs that are, like, not terrible. Because we don't get good, like, sushi-grade fish here or anything. Like, yeah. there's a place across the street that has it, but, like, their rice is always, like, weird. Like, I get, like, a ponzu sauce on it, and it's just not right. Like, it's it's one of those, like, I eat it begrudgingly. I'm like, this is not very good. I've been li- <laughs> I've lived in Japan. This is not very good ponzu or anything. And the rice is like kind of dry and clumped. Like I just don't know what they're doing over there. 
I'm just so confused. And like my girlfriend really likes it because she gets sushi, but I won't eat sushi in the Midwest. I just, I don't. The only one I will get when I go places is tamago because like that's not fish. Like you just have to know how to cook an egg, which is sometimes hard for people, (laughs) but that one's like safe. Because most of the time here, if you go someplace and you get like awamori, like they give you like, like the whole, like the, like, you know, the the big plate of it, like 80% of it is shrimp, which is garbage. Take you to the the kaiten. We have the kaiten sushi here. Oh so god, I miss I, mean, I miss kaiten sushi so much. Yeah, so uh, kaiten is the the little wheel wheel around sushi. That conveyor belt sushi. sushi. Yeah, <laughs> trying to think of the word. <laughs> they they called something else in Australia allegedly, according to the English book I used in Japan. They call it tra- train sushi. Hold on. I mean, it, it makes called? sense. That's why they put it on the stupid little like shikansen looking train for some certain uh, certain uh... sushi train restaurant is what they call them. Yes, sushi trains. <laughs> because like they they put them on trains, whereas here like we sometimes do that, but like most places just like if we even have one in the states, they use just the yeah. conveyor belt. Yeah. So like I get it, but at the same time, I was just like I didn't believe it was real because yeah, nothing in uh, sunshine what... was real. There, there's new. There's one right next to. Well, not right next to, but it's like a a couple of stores away from the book off that I usually go to just spam you shit. <laughs> so, how much is a flight from St. Louis to Honolulu? Probably expensive. I, I think. Oh yeah, like, it's I not cheap. Out, I, I lucked out. Let me. Let me. Yeah, because oh, there's probably like a million <laughs> layovers and stuff too. <laughs> Oh no! You know, look this up. Uh, you'll probably have to like. I remember I laid over twice. Yeah, I laid over twice to go to to go to Luna's wedding. Mm-hmm. It's almost. I think it's as expensive as it is to go to Japan. Yeah, that, oh, that's another reason why I was just like, I have to. This would probably be my year trip. <laughs> See, that's why one big thing I never thought about going over there, because I'm like, I could also just go to Japan for the same price, and things would be significantly cheaper in Japan, food-wise. Not still expensive, but cheaper than Hawaii, I'm sure. Yeah. See, let's see here. You would have to go... (laughs) The cheapest flight is about, give or take 800, and you would have to go... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, the transfer three times because you're you're not even coming to this island. You're going to freaking Maui, oh, <laughs> first, which is uh, I mean, Maui Maui is one of those islands. Well, Maui and the Big Island is very anti anti vaccine. Let's just say that much. Oh, is that where all the um, all the Hicks live? Mm. Yeah, you would have wow. to go to um. Las Vegas, and then from Las Vegas, transfer to Oakland, and then Oakland, too. It just sounds like it would be a better trip to go to all the places I have to stop at instead of going over to Hawaii. (laughs) The thing is, Jesus Christ, it'll take you about a day and a half to come here. Yeah, so it would be so much better to just go to Japan. (laughs) I mean, let's see, let's see, for... For hundred, about 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 a hundred, a thousand, you can go, you can stop over at. Let's see, is it? 
Yeah, you go to uh, LAX and then then you come here. <laughs> LAX is the is the uh, air, airport that lost my luggage when I was going back to Japan one time. So like I'm, <laughs> I avoid oh. them. Like I just I go through Minneapolis St. Paul every single time. Uh, it goes to Phoenix. It goes to Phoenix then here. Oh, fun. Fun. You get to just die from heat and then you can come here. What is twelve the, what is hours? The... Twelve hours. Jesus fucking Christ, man! Forgot how like. Just so, so out of it it is to to go visit. That's why Luna so, was like, "Hey, hey, hey, Ken, you should come and visit. You should come and visit." I'm like, "Oh, I really don't, because <laughs> it's so long, far out of the way." <laughs> so, what? Out of curiosity, what is the temperature where you are right now? The temperature right now is probably like 87 with the humidity kind of. All right, let me go just... All right. Well, it's it's 88 here, which it was mm. in, in 95 earlier. Uh, Phoenix, Arizona is currently at 104 degrees, and Jesus on Thursday, two days from now, it's going to be 113. Sometimes it gets so hot there, planes can't take off because the wheels start melting on the tarmac. Well, yeah, so that's 83 right here. Nice. Yeah, we have a hot week. Like, it's the hottest day this week is, well, let me see. So we're moving on Sunday, and it's going to yeah. be, oh my god. So tomorrow's 100 degrees, <laughs> Thursday's 98, Friday's 97, which we're going to be very busy that day, because it's girlfriend's last day of work, and then we have yeah. something to do in the evening for her graduation. Saturday, yeah. 90, Sunday, 94, Monday, 102, Tuesday, 104. Why? Why? That's awful. Excessive heat warning. You don't say. You, you don't say <laughs> National Weather Service. I'd say it's excessive. No precipitation, but humid as hell. Like humid as hell. Right now it's fifty-two percent humidity. Oh, I know why it's so fucking expensive. Because it's summer vacation for you guys. Yeah. Oh yeah. I guess if I went off season, it wouldn't be too bad. Yeah. If you went in October, it'd probably be like six hundred, six hundred, five hundred, give or take. Yeah, kind of looking at that. I didn't. I didn't. I didn't take into effect that you know, freaking, it's gonna be it's summer vacation right now. <laughs> I should know that because I work in the tourism business, but I don't deal with I don't deal with American uh, American tourists all too often. So that's that's lucky then. Yeah, because I only have to deal with Jap Japanese summer, which doesn't start till end of June. So. Mm. But yeah, games. <laughs> yeah. So, what have you been up to so far this week? Us like so, gaming aside, because I know we'll get into that. Me, me personally, what I've been doing, mm. uh, uh, I've been going like dirt poor because I've been trying to buy all these Bo-Katan st- stupid Star Wars stuff. I, oh, um, I did buy the the PlayStation Super Duper Essential Hyper oh, Plus the, the thing. plus premium thing. Yeah, the plus premium stuff. And I'm like, oh, like I so I understand why people are mad about the streaming stuff. <laughs> like I understand now. Mm-hmm. So so I was I was gonna test the waters with this because I was like, maybe it's not as bad as what people say. So I'm going to mm-hmm. test this game. So I picked Dynasty Warriors because I know that if I'm gonna have any problems with any game, Dynasty Warriors will probably be the one that chugs it. And mm-hmm. oh boy, did it chug! 
there is just just some latency with it. I think if I just hardwired the the, the console because I I run it via Wi-Fi. Oh yeah, that's I probably a big thing it, right there. Uh, if I hardwired it, it'll probably be a little bit better. I need to probably make another test of it. But yeah, yeah. over Wi-Fi, I think it's it's all right if you're just doing stuff that isn't action intensive. I, I think. feel like if you're playing like a turn-based RPG, even with latency, it wouldn't be too bad because like as long yeah. as it doesn't have QTEs, which PS3 era stuff is a lot of garbage. So like where it's yeah. like, hey, what if we just did that? And so like you're gonna have to deal with that in almost everything. Like don't don't yeah. stream Final Fantasy 15, 13 too. Decent game, but, like, that has QTEs out the ass, so, for some reason. Yeah, so, I did get Ape Escape, I got Siphon Filter, I got War of the Monsters, which, like, it's a game that I've always wanted to play, mm-hmm. but by the time that I was, like, I had money for it, it was out of, it was out of print already, so I was mm-hmm. like, oh, I finally get to play this game, it's, it's... And I am spoiled on how... Destroy All Monsters was, because mm-hmm. it's it's the version of what it, it's the other mainline hard console versions of what Destroy All Monsters was the Godzilla game mm-hmm. uh, that was for the the GameCube, and oh boy, it shows like the how the the reticles work for that game is really difficult. The camera work is really difficult with that game as well. Um, the only way that I could freely attack a monster is I have to lock on them. I can't, and that game has c- certain battles that you have to do where you go up against four or five monsters. So if you can't freely control where you're attacking mm-hmm. easily, it's very difficult. So like I'm stuck on this one monster where you have to attack like it's electrical poles like it has a gimmick on how to defeat it otherwise it just keeps spawning more monsters because mm. it's a electrical based monster so you have to destroy its power source but the thing is how the 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 aiming works and how the target locks works i'm only focusing on the monsters and i can't freely use my long range weapons or long range attacks to go out and attack these towers i'll probably have to do some a little bit more finagling because i'm going mm. into these games a lot blind um where the monster doesn't have much of a tutorial i'm pretty sure it had it when it had the instruction manuals and stuff like that but yeah going into this game kind of blind is really sucky because there's no tutorial for this game that's like the bad thing about playing like when like I'm, as much as i'm excited for a lot of those older games to be on plus and stuff like that like even as far back as ps3 uh, it, if you don't have a manual, there's a lot that you're just missing out on. Like, I've been playing Star Ocean to the end of time, and like some things are explained in the manual. I have it, but like I've gotten so used to not checking anything that I'm just like, how would you know? Or like some of these new games coming out, like Ape Escape is on there on like the Plus Premium. If you don't have the manual, it's gonna be really confused of how some of the stuff works. Oh yeah, no, it it took a second because I totally forgot how to play Ape Escape. It's been a while, mm. but because I remembered how to play it, um, I also kind of r- forgot like, oh, unless you do the the horizontal swipe with your right stick, you have to be right in front of the 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 monkey to mm. go and catch him with your net. Unless you do the horizontal swipe, you you have to be right in front of him because if you just do the vertical swipe. You're gonna miss him if he's not in your right in front of mm-hmm. you vicinity. 
Yeah, I played but, that earlier in the year, like on my PS1, and I'm, <laughs> I wonder how that game's going to play. I thought about picking it up because all of them are like, you can buy all those PS1 games because I don't want to buy PlayStation Plus. I don't play online. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, like, m- oh. most of the PS2 games I wanted are already, I already own them. Yeah. And, like, I what's, don't know. I don't have PS5. Is, so you you could buy it, yeah. You can buy the games because mm-hmm. um, it's it's available on the PS5. It's If it's available on Plush, it's available to buy regularly, I guess. Mm-hmm. And they mispriced Tekken 2. Yeah, I saw that. $9,999. You know, someone bought it. Someone's like, oh, whatever. Drop in the bucket. For Tekken 2, the one that people don't even care about. Isn't Tekken Hara- the 3 the one people like? No, so Tekken 1 is the one that no one cared about. Tekken 2 is a little bit with the story-wise it's it was like, "Oh yeah, this is this is what it means to be a good solid game." And then 3 was like, "Oh yeah," kind of thing. But Harada, who is the main producer for most of all the Tekken games, was just like, "Oh, that seems like a good a good price for it." <laughs> but yeah, no, I've been actually playing a lot of games on the on the PS5 so no I want a PS5 yeah Brogan got a you? second one she got a <laughs> second sh- one yeah I don't know why and then shotgun has its, an extra one but I don't have like why does it have to be when I'm moving and I have no money I had to give like half of my savings to the, the security deposit boo yeah. Um, for me, uh, I'm in, again, I'm still moving. Uh, everything's in boxes. So my everything's in boxes. All against the wall or in the other room. Up on my wall, I still have two posters that are framed. My pride flag. And I have that Sailor Moon poster thing. And then I have like two shelves there just in the background to get something there. Someone's yeah. like, they told me they might chat. They're like, I liked your room better when you had stuff up. I'm like, I'm moving. No, no shit. <laughs> I like it better when there's stuff up too. Like, <laughs> like I'm moving. Like it took me this. Like, we're on the last week, and I just I still have a box. I keep packing, and unpacking because every time I see something I want to do, I have to go drag a game out or something. That's why they don't have tape on them. But it's like, yeah, I also like when my stuff is just on shelves and ready to go. I don't particularly like living out of boxes. I hate it. And we're gonna move. This Sunday, we move. Then next Thursday, we go out of town. So I don't—I barely get to get, be used to living in the house. It's great. Then we're going to come back. I'll be working as normal for a while. And then unlike then my girlfriend goes out of town. And then a month from today, we're going to get a dog. I'm looking forward to that, that little small bean penny noodle long girl. So, but it's just so going to be a I, busy month. So I got to ask, too. Is is a majority of your stuff already at the house then? Um, I'd say about a third of my stuff. I took like fifteen boxes worth of stuff over. Like, I don't know how to describe these boxes. They're like if you've ever worked in a. Did you ever work in a pharmacy? No. No. Bye. Okay. Um, I'm trying to think of how to describe this. The boxes could fit. Do I have any like frame of reference to give? I mean, do you remember the like Do you remember the blue PS2 box? Yeah, vaguely. Yeah. Stack like two and a half to three of those together, and that's the size of the boxes. Hmm. I've taken fifteen over. Like it's decent size. They can fit like I don't know, 
DVD case wise, it can fit. Like this is an actual time where I can use the quantity of DVD cases to measure something, and it actually matters. <laughs> it can probably it fit like my entire PS One and PS Two collection fit collectively in three boxes. And that well, those are my English ones. My English games all fit collectively in three of those. Plus my Vita games and my PSP games. So like I can fit a decent amount in them. So like at the house is like my PS3 games, my Xbox One games, my GameCube games. All those are there. I have a couple. I have that Persona 5 Collector's Editions over there. Because I'm like, what can I get out of here that I'm for sure not going to need? I'm like, oh, Persona, definitely don't need you right now. <laughs> That's over there. And then, like, my, like, my Xbox, my Wii U and stuff, those are at my girlfriend's parents' house. Like, it's just, and then everything else is here. My computer's not packed away yet. It's just a lot, and I want this to be over. It's so much stuff. And then, like, I have to get the shelving and everything, too. I just, mmm, mmm. I'm so done. I'm so done, dude. I'm so done. And I still have to pack the kitchen. I packed a third of the kitchen today. Because all the pots and pans and stuff, I'm like, what should I put these in? And my girlfriend's like, I don't know. Uh, we can put them in bags or something. I'm like, what bags? What bags, though? Because I don't want to pack Tell these me. and have to repack them. <laughs> Tell me, what bags? Yeah, yeah. Like, should I put these in a box or bag? Eh, I don't know. Okay. Because I've had to redo stuff already, so I don't want to have to reduce them. So I ask. I ask questions. Anyway. <laughs> Outside of the stress of that... Um, I've been on the front page of Twitch yesterday and today, and maybe one more time tomorrow for Pride Month. Oh. You can... <laughs> My company put up the video of me mm. <laughs> on their on their, on their their Instagram channel. Let me, let me try to see if I can send this to you. Was it for Pride Month? No, 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 no. So we're we're celebrating reopening, and so mm. they had me jump in, jump in the the mascot, the company mascot. Oh God! Let me take a look at this. Obviously, I'm not the lady that's in there, but well, that was my first start... thought. Oh God, you're in this weird thing. That looks like a sun. <laughs> yeah. What is the rest of it supposed to be? Uh, King Kamehameha looking outfit. Okay. <laughs> it's like, well, this is a combination of things, but what? Yeah, so my you... boss came up with the design, and because I'm the only one that learned how to be a costume character. Like, you're finally like, that one thing I got to write down on my CV, it's finally useful. <laughs> it's finally useful. And... If they didn't have the air conditioning on in that one in that entire building, I would have been dying. <laughs> oh, yeah, I can tell. But fun, good job on that. <laughs> but yeah, I have a uh, like I said, I was on the front page for a couple days. Maybe one time tomorrow. Got a lot of weird stuff. I got one guy. So yeah. th- with it being up for Pride Month, like I you already yeah. know. There's going to be shitheads that are going to come in uh, and, like, want to yeah, ask you weird that, stuff. That's that's the thing that I'm kind of just like, you know, I understand. Like, I, I completely mm. understand. And I'm happy that you'll, you, you get to be out there for, for mm. something that's very, very close for, for a cause like this. However, 
I feel so bad for people like this because you get a bunch of shitheads that will probably just come in, fucking troll, or they just ask, like, really dumb fucking questions So be creepy my, about it. My worst day was mo- was Monday. Today was not so bad. Um, okay. They make you put on um, certain levels of moderation and stuff, and they're like, you have to have, like, human moderators there that day. I had to, like, kick my auto-moderator up. I had it on their minimum one, and I was getting a lot of weirdos, and then I bumped it up to the next level. And it cut out a lot more. So, like, I still get a couple weird ones here and there. Most people get to them before, or, like, they get stopped. stopped. So, like, I'll just see, like, so-and-so was banned. I'm like, ah, they must have gotten a, a caught message that I didn't even see. But I had someone, like, it's people that come in and they don't have genuine things to ask. One person, like, what? it could be any topic. It could be anything identity-based. Per, like, you know, it could be race. It could be culture, whatever. But you always yeah. know when someone comes in when they ask a question, you know is asked disingenuously. Someone comes in and they're like, what does the A plus mean? The LGBTQIA plus, Mike. I already can tell you are going to be a, a problem. So I'm like, well, I don't know. It could be asexual. It could be aromantic. There's a bunch of different things it could mean. It's a catch-all for several different things. I'm like, okay. Ten minutes later, they come back, and let me let me find their exact wording because it was like this is how it's like you know that first one I could be like okay whatever not. I really don't want to... I even said, I'm like, I really don't want to get into this. Like, this is not why I'm on the front page, is not to answer your questions. The follow-up question was, uh, another question, why would people with different sexual orientation, and also a sexual has EX blocked out because they knew it would get flagged, feel the need yeah. to expose that orientation of four or five-year-old kindergarten student or kids? Parentheses. I, I used to get banned on streams because some get triggered by this, though I still want to ask for different opinions. And I'm just like, yeah. I look at, I'm like, I don't want to get into this. Like, I, I have a lot of opinions on this. I'm going to say right now, it's that's such a stupid, like, position on it. Yeah. So it's one of my mods banned him. And he comes back, good job, mate. Just, just you just contribute to my opinion of the LGBTQ, LGBTQA plus community. Even worse, Kappa. I have Kappa's banned for a reason, and here's a good reason for it. A simple yeah. response that was, I do not care, or... Is their problem so hard? Think right, and Twitch showing you it recommended smiley face. I'm like, you you this bored with your life that you <laughs> that you just need to go harass someone? Like I never understand. It's like, are you that bored? I reported him, but he didn't get. He just wants to just just to grift, just to grift. Huh? Yeah, it's just like people just want their attention for that. Like we can get in. I don't want to get into that, but I mean, like, yeah. no. Most people forcing weird orientations or things like sexual stuff on people are straight people to kids. So like, it's like it is a disingenuous question and not really something to answer on the front page. But that's the worst it got. Although someone did call me the f slur in Russian, and the automod flagged it because I'm like all of us are like, what does that mean? And I'm trying not yeah. to say it out loud because I'm like, it was like something uh, like what is what does pineapple mean? I almost said that. I'm like. If Automod flagged it, I should probably not read it out loud. Because <laughs> I don't want to get banned from the front page for calling myself a slur. <laughs> but, like, I, I understand, too. Like, it, it's nice that they have these where people can, you know, they celebrate, yeah. di- like, diversity and stuff. But it does open up a lot of people to just getting abused. Yeah, and that, like. That's... That's that's my whole thing. Like, mm. I mean, I I get it. I it's understandable. It's great to bring awareness for all these creators. Mm. Like last month, I have a 
very very bad feeling when you know when they're doing the whole asian american pacific islander hawaiian pride mm-hmm. and they were highlighting that and i'm like i feel so bad for any lady or female mm. assigned person that is on the front page and is doing that because you're gonna get fucking hinky dinks that will mm. come up and be like, hur, hur, you're Asian, hur, hur, I feel so like, like if, on like its basic thing, if you're on the front page, if you're the, on the landing page where people are going to see you anywhere, you're just going to get yeah. abuse because you exist, which is yeah. like whatever. Yeah. And then you add different layers, which yeah. for me, being a, a white guy that identifies yeah. as a guy that's just bi, like, yeah. I for the, pretty much got a pretty easy time on it and like bumping up the moderation was easier it shouldn't have to be that way but like at least there are tools there and i think if things got really bad staff was keeping an eye on things so if things got really bad staff would step in but like i I mean that's that's just under my assumption based on like looking things because like when you're on there people are like not just like people coming by or watching but also corporates watching to see what's going on so like for all in all like despite the fact i got a couple problems like I, i understand the worries and they are valid it was a decent time yeah, it's just that I got also it was weird too because some people are like I never thought I'd see Star Ocean three on the front page. It's like and it's probably the only time <laughs> you will. Yeah, because <laughs> pro- most people are like I'm going to play something special. I'm like I'm going to be playing the only game that I currently don't have in a box, which has been fun. I met a lot of fun people and <laughs> that yeah. we're helping with the game, so it's been that's a good, good experience. Yeah, no, that's good. I, I'm I'm glad I'm glad that you are able you're chosen to to partaking mm. in such an, uh, yeah, I'm, a, a thing was, like that so it was like several, it was like a lot of a decent amount of people going in there some like i don't know how their selection worked but i was yeah very grateful to get in so yeah. when i i um did some prepping my friend if he even listens to the podcast he's gonna hear me make fun of him so one of my friends my irl friends is in my mod and i explained to my mods what was going on yeah. and he was there when i explained it and i'm like i need some people here these days just in case, because I have to have human moderators. And they're all like, yeah. And he even believed it went, yeah, okay. So yesterday, <laughs> after front page, and like, you know, at one point it peaked at like, you know, 7,000 people because it's just how the front page is. Whether or not they're people actively watching or not, that's just how many people are on the front page, which surprised me. Later on, he messaged me. He's like, hey, so what was going on today? I'm like, what? <laughs> like, what? He's like, yeah, were you like on the front page or something? Yes. I told you. Like, oh. Well, I'll make sure to be there tomorrow then. <laughs> you were there when I explained it. Uh, love my friends to death, but I'm like, I, I don't know if you just forgot or what, but I'm like, I'm pretty sure you reacted with, yes, I will be there. But it was in the mod <laughs> chat that he has access to. I even told my girlfriend, she's like, doesn't he know? I'm like, yes. <laughs> I don't know why. But now we'll find out if he listens to the podcast or not, because then he'll be like, he'll mess with me, like, ass. <laughs> so, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's, that's pretty good. much all I've been up to has been, like, work, Star Ocean, and Existential Dread. Oh, the same, same, same. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm... like I don't, we don't have a couch here, so I've just been laying in, you know what's the <laughs> the worst thing? <laughs> just just is laying in, on the ground, just like, ah! So I'm getting tired of laying on the ground, because I'm like, I want to, I want the couch back. I just, I want yeah. the couch back. That's where I go, I can go and lay down, take a little small nap. Like, floor naps are a treat. I don't like it when the floor is always the thing. 
it's not like yeah. I'm living in Japan where tatami was comfortable. Like I didn't have a couch there, so like I always it was fine. Here the the floor is soft, like harder, but like it was a treat to take a floor nap. Now that's all I have to do. So what I've been doing is I'll end stream, eat, and then I'll just go lay in the bed because that's the only place to go lay down. And I just pass out sometimes for a couple of hours every day. <laughs> I'm just enabling this cycle of depression by laying in the bed because that's the only comfortable place left in the house. Yeah. So what was it? I was. So I, I, I'm getting my my gift, or at least an image of my gift, fairly soon. <laughs> Your gift? Yeah, for for Father's Day. That's this ah. weekend. I, I forgot. Um, you know, which we're making our fathers help us move on Father's Day. <laughs> <laughs> okay. my, so my parents, okay. my parents were like, "Isn't that Father's Day?" And it's like, "Yeah, that's also the only day we can move." So. <laughs> Rip. I, I was I was telling I was telling my dad I go hey, you get you get to see you got to see some artwork from your got your granddaughter and spoiler alert don't be surprised if you look like an iPad a face with an iPad <laughs> an iPad with a face in it that's like it's like adorable and a little heartbreaking but mostly adorable I was like I get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> this is the only way she sees me. So she mm. just assumes I just look like this. <laughs> she's going to be, when she sees you, she's going to be so thrown off. Be like, you, you're a person? Yeah. <laughs> you should go, you should get I, an iPad cosplay and wear it up just so she <laughs> just really mess with her. <laughs> like, hi, babe. I, I, have a, I, I have an idea of how I'm going to. Because the apparently when I finally do go to visit that they're gonna see me at the airport and I'm like okay so I'm just gonna wear this like little contraption where it just looks like an iPad and I'm gonna wear like a I'll be looking like a you know those uh the a gown or something like that and I was like I'm pretty sure that's the only way she'll recognize me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you gotten the time to go over yet or? No, so Japan right now is being really strict because as of right now, the only way that you can enter the island or enter the country, <laughs> enter the country is either you are getting married and you're there on a engagement visa, mm-hmm. a work visa, an athlete visa, or a tour visa. So if you're not in anything else and you're just coming as a tourist, you have to come in as a tourist visa. However, the tourist visa is strict because it has to be through a travel agency and a travel agent will be on your ass 24 hours. So so you probably have to have like an itinerary like and show exactly where you're going to be. Yeah, so it's going to get to the point that if I am going to see, you know, my daughter and, you know, her mom and stuff like that, it would it would have to be like, oh, just Guzen, like, or like, just, just so happened that they're there at the place that we are in kind of thing. So I, I'm as much as I want to be there, like, because otherwise it'd be the break that I'll be there now. I, mm. I I can't uh, the, like just how the circumstances of how the government is doing this is is just like that. So like technically, my friend is there right now, but that's because he is seeing her uh, his fiance. So he gets to use the fiance visa and plan their wedding that way, so that they can get registered in Japan, so that they can go back and forth when need be. So I was like, oh, that's really really smart. So. 
but it 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 is what it is like i'll probably have to wait till october maybe or right. even even before her birthday in in april so that that'll probably be the latest like i think by then everyone will probably just get used to living with 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 the rona around mm. i mean that's i mean that's pretty much how it is here yeah, so, but you know, I'm pretty sure it's not Japan over. But it's gonna be like that. Yeah, even though yeah, it's again, not over. <laughs> yeah, pandemic's not over. People are just ignoring that it exists now. At this point, they're like, "Oh my god, we went to an event and got COVID." Yeah, no fucking shit, you did. Yeah, were you wearing a mask? Oh no, no. Were you vaccinated? No, they didn't require it anymore. Okay. Fun. <laughs> yeah, and that's fun. why I stay inside all the time. This is why I'm just like so. So like I I went out to drink with like friends of friends the other day because they asked me to come out and I was just like, this is the first time I'm like taking a risk because I've I don't know this is the first time I'm meeting these people mm-hmm. when we went out and then they got like plastered so they were like drunk off the walls and I'm just like carrying their drunk ass bodies to their hotel and I'm just like this is the first time I've gotten close with people that aren't like family in like a long time and they're not wearing masks and i'm like i swear to god i I really hope i don't get covid because of this but video games yeah (laughs) i'm just going on to to yeah we we can talk about stuff what we yeah. played, I mean, all I've played is Stars until the end of time. That's all I've had time for. All my stuff is in boxes. It's fun. I'm like 30 hours in and halfway through. So That's it. That's it. You'll pro- <laughs> I have a f- what happens if you finish it before Friday? I won't. You won't? Uh, no, we're still on disc one. Like I think disc two is like half as long as disc one. Like I think it's yeah. about a 60 hour game, so I'm about at the halfway point. I'm assuming yeah. I'll finish it. It'd be nice if I finish it next Wednesday, mm. but we'll see. But then I'll be playing Star Ocean 4 because I'm just writing this out because I want Square Enix to notice me and give me a copy of the Divine uh, Force when it comes out. <laughs> notice me. But notice me. Notice me, senpai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But How about you? What have you besides, been playing? You know, besides the PlayStation Plus stuff... I actually mm. bought a new game. I bought The Quarry. The Quarry. The I'd Quarry. say calling it a game is being very generous, though. <laughs> and apparently, this is the only games I play now, which is like, <laughs> choose your own adventure. <laughs> yeah, like, it's very linear gameplay. <laughs> Someone was like, oh, I don't like this. I like Life is Strange better. I'm like, they're really pretty different, even for being like interactive, you know, adventure movie games. This one's more of an interactive DVD game than it is Life is Strange. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, okay, yeah, no. I I, I, I like it. And so so this is the spiritual sequel to Until Dawn. It's it's made by Supermassive Games and mm-hmm. it, and they are the guys are Until Dawn and you know the the I forget what the collection is called. Already. The Dark Pictures Anthology. The Dark Pictures Anthology. Well, you're the one that buys them made. and plays them. How do I know? I, I don't know. I don't know the names of what the group is called. <laughs> I know the singular games. 
Which apparently they are still making the other one that's at the end of this year. Yeah, this this was just like this was under a different publisher and everything. Yeah, so this was just to so this is more of a spiritual uh, successor to Until Dawn than you know the Dark Pictures anthology games, which are like you know four to five hours, give or take. This one, like but, you know, I guess, scope wise is as big as Until Dawn, if not a little bit bigger, but. Yeah. The other games are closer in gameplay to Until Dawn. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I guess so. Like, this one is more... Because it also deals with, like, a lot of things. So, like, full spoilers for the quarry, even though I probably just got one of the 160 endings of Mary 186. Marie. But a lot of those are probably the same ending, but so-and-so died instead of the other person. <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty like there's yeah, so they, many combinations of people mm-hmm. that could die in this game. I can probably see why there's 186. What if they made you get every endings. permutation to get the the platinum trophy? I will go fucking crazy. <laughs> get see every ending. Uh, uh, you know, you know, like the G- Gerard, the completionist. I will go fucking crazy if I have to go through this game nearly a hundred eighty times. Because <laughs> I'm pretty sure there are certain like permutations, like especially with the ending. Because I'm pretty sure there's one with the endings that you don't get any of the information, and you make the podcast just at the end even more dull and boring than what it actually mm-hmm. is. Oh my god, it was awful. I watched, so I didn't play it. I watched Brogan play about half of it, but like I could not tell you any characters' names except for Laura. Yeah. And uh, on big, is it Big Dog or Mad Dog? Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Okay, Mad Dog. Big Dog. <laughs> big Dog. That's fucking Roman Reign. <laughs> the Big Dog. Um. So yeah. I thought it was okay. It's it's a it's a good game. It's very until dawn instead of fucking like Windigos. It's now werewolves. So that that's what it is. They they took a spin on what the the werewolf lore is this time though. Is if a werewolf bites you and infects you, the only mm. way that you can cure yourself from being a werewolf is well either you can die from mm. you know silver bullet or kill the person or people that infected you yeah so that's a nice i i don't think that's... i've ever heard heard a uh a a spin on that for, that's for lycanthrope or that's like... the pretty pretty typical way of, like i've i've heard it before at least where vampires and werewolves killing the person who killing the one that turned you is how you save yourself okay so, At least according to what we do in the shadows, both of those things were used. So, you know, spoilers here. So, the one of the major antagonists for these for this particular game is the person that play uh, that David Arquette plays. So, you only see him in literally the beginning of the game and then you don't see him as a human after after. So, is that. is he the the original like silver or whatever? No. So, there the silver, the silver dog infected his son and daughter mm-hmm. and then the daughter infected David Arquette's character so it was just those three going around and then they they got a bunch of hikers at one point in time mm-hmm. so there's a pair of hikers 
So there's like a total of five werewolves, give or take, going around the island. And basically, the whole thing is, you know, the the family that that owns the land, the quarry, the, the summer camp there, basically they prepare every full moon that, you know, something is going to happen where the, they're going to lose control. And they lock themselves into a room mm-hmm. and have silver bullets and make sure that they're prepared. They, they, they just wait out the night. So the people who turn into, to, to werewolves are always werewolves then? So they always turn to werewolves on the full moon only. Okay, so they, they're not like, um, like, it's not like a once they turn, they're turned forever type of situation. No, so, and they brood, like, how they do it is, it's like, you know, like, See, I don't know how the... It's like Hulk, but... Or, like, you know, like, Ant-Man. Like, mm-hmm. he, they just embiggen themselves. So the creature embiggens themselves out of the the body. And then it just, like, skin explodes. It, it seems like that. The effect of the werewolves transforming from the people. It seems like, oh, if something... The creature just grew out of the, the person's body. And, and then the somehow their body gets... returns back to how it was yeah. afterwards? <laughs> okay. <Yeah. laughs> It just explodes back. So it's really weird. But, you know, there there are characters that I've wanted to save. So, like, Brenda Song is in this, in this game. And I, I love Brenda Song. She's probably one of my favorite what is she from? American actresses. Uh, Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> my, one of my favorite actresses from Sweet Life of Zack and Cody. <laughs> she, she's, a, she's, a, she's a Disney actress, so... I know, it's just funny. You're just like, oh my god, what is it going to be like? Like, Willem Dafoe or something? Like, oh no, 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 <laughs> Sweet Life. It's the, the girl from Sweet Life. The girl from Sweet Life. Not the blonde girl, the Asian girl. <laughs> Which, she, um, the one of the, I think it was Zach and or Cody, I don't know, one of them yeah. plays Jughead in Riverdale. Uh, it's Cody. So Zach, spoiler alert, plays the, the secret boss in the Kingdom Hearts DLC. Oh, fun. Yeah. I have so not one became an actual continued on becoming acting and then the other one became like super fucking weeby and does a bunch of voice acting stuff. I mean vo- I'd rather be a voice actor so I could just let my body go to shit and not have to worry about how I look. <laughs> yeah so it's it's pretty funny like uh, it's it's very interesting like the differing paths they went and like I think the the one that's like the the that does the voice acting he's like really into anime like he talks about it like occasionally over stuff and he <laughs> it's pretty funny (laughs) it talks about his comic collection as well so it's it's overall very interesting but yeah no I uh, overall the story wise it's probably one of their more better stories I think Mm -hmm. I think Until Dawn is probably the, the, the marker of which everything is based off of but this is yeah. a close second. This is. I don't a think they'll ever like second. since everyone's so like since everyone liked Until Dawn so much. I don't think they'll ever like be able to reach that level. Of, I don't think like even if it if they do make one that's better. I don't think people will ever see it as better because everyone liked Until Dawn so much and that's what spawned this whole style for them. Like genre, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I and I kind of feel bad for Supermassive because I'm like, man, they are they are kind of trapped into only doing 
these styles of games because they have the rigs. And I mean, I get it because the rigs are. I think super they might popular. enjoy that though, because like I mean, they, what they, they started out. Too. So I mean, I yeah. don't know if you've looked at what they've done before, but um, up until this, their first big thing they did was Little Big Planet DLC, and then like some party games, Sack, uh, Sackboy Prehistoric Moves game, which was a move game. Yeah. Um, let's see another party game, which they did a lot of bad stuff. Doctor Who: The Eternity Clock, which was not good. Uh, Killzone HD, uh, more DLC for Little Big Planet, Walking with Dinosaurs, and then they did Untold Dawn. And that was their big break. Yeah. So they did some VR stuff, and but once yeah, they once, a... they, once they kind of got out of playstation's hand and started to become a true like third party Mm -hmm. company like with the whole dark pictures anthology stuff it's it's very interesting like like i said i've like initially when i've heard this because i didn't think i like i didn't know that this was another game i literally thought it was a part of the dark pictures anthology stuff they just released it earlier because the devil the devil and me is fairly similar in mm. in the tone because that one is true slasher. It's like horror movie slasher thing this yeah. time around. While the quarry is, I mean, it's werewolves, but you are in a summer camp, kind of like all the traditional slasher movies are. When is The Devil and Me supposed to come out? They traditionally always have it in October. Okay. Yeah, I thought they were like... They- Halloween games. They they, but... s- they they started that with Little Hope and then with House of Ashes. They continued it around. It's either around end of September, early October, usually. I do think it's funny that initially when they announced it's like, yeah, like every six to eight months we're gonna have a game out, and it's just like at once a year. It's like you guys should just have planned once a year instead of once a year. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. The the game the Dark imp- Anthology games aren't done yet because they're supposed to do like six of them, right? Yeah, there's. They're finishing the first season here soon with The Devil and Me, and then they have six more future entries, but the sixth one doesn't have um, the Dark Pictures Anthology branding to it. So I don't know how they're going to be... I don't know what they're going to do. Because I heard initially eight, and then like there's six more potentially on the way. So I wonder if they're going to probably be just doing what they did now, where they have all these teeny tiny stuff with the anthology stuff, where it's like, oh, hey, we'll release three or so of these games every year, and then we'll save enough money to do a big game, kind of mm-hmm. like what they did with Until Dawn and The Quarry. And they have all these Dark Pictures anthology games just to kind of keep them afloat while all the money went toward The Quarry. Because you can kind of tell. Compar- comparatively t- from the Dark Pictures anthology games to The Quarry, you can tell, like, a lot of the budget went to the quarry. <laughs> well, yeah, the, the quarry is... was also done by 2K, I yeah. think it was. Hold on, let me see. So that one was, yeah, yeah it was 2K, so, like, I think they 2K. gave them a bigger budget to work on it, whereas Bandai Namco yeah. was, like, smaller budget, smaller releases. Smaller budget, smaller releases, so. But, yeah, no, I... My my ending, I only killed one of the counselors, but I killed pretty much all the family. Mm-hmm. I killed the grandma. Rogan shotgun the grandma's face off. Yeah, so did I. Um, I killed David Arquette. <laughs> Was David Arquette so, the ranger? He is... No, he's the owner of the, ca- of the camp. Okay, I don't think I ever got a chance to see him. 
in the game. Uh, he's he's only introduced in the second chapter. Okay, I I saw like Cause... I had already seen it once shit was going down. Uh, so like okay, he okay. might have been dead by that point. No, he's he's already turned. So okay. you only see him in the like Dave Arquette was probably one of their bigger gets. That and then mm-hmm. whoever plays the the grandma is probably one of the bigger gets I think as well. Uh, Lin Lin Shay. Yeah, she's she's a fairly big actress. Uh, she's she's in the Sidious films. Yeah, there we go. Mm. But those two were probably like the the big gets for this one. Um, and that and you can kind of tell where. Oh yeah, we're gonna only record like two hours worth of David Arquette lines, <laughs> give or take, and then he's not used for the rest of the game un- unless you like not kill him. I think he shows up. At, at the endings that you don't kill him so mm. if if laura didn't turn ryan i'm pretty sure laura would have died from chris uh from david arquette's character gotcha as a werewolf so but yeah no it's it's really it's very interesting i like uh, obviously i think the devil within is probably uh, if if i had to rank it of all their games of this style, it'd be Until Dawn, The Quarry, Devil Within. Devil Within's on Outlet. Madame Madon. Or, sorry, uh, House of Ashes. Hmm. I think every single, with the exception of, like, obviously, um, uh, Until Dawn being, like, their high standard and the one at the top, I think every next dark picture is better than the last one. At least in some ways. I think Uh, them changing up the gameplay a lot with House of Ash really helped. I think Little Hope is is the worst then one. Again, I, I think yeah, I think Little Hope is the worst one. I I just did not like the twist ending. <laughs> I just did not like the twist ending. Plus, um, I do not I do not mess with witches. That, that that's another thing. Uh, because over, over in Hawaii, it's fairly spiritual kind of thing, like mm. with with that superstition kind of stuff. So that that that's another thing. So, little hope is probably the one that I like the least, but like some Madame Madonna is also pretty on the bottom there. <laughs> but yeah, no. Overall, I'll probably play one more time to kind of see at what points certain characters can die. Um, but I told myself that if I were going to play the quarry, that Brenda Song's not going to die, and I accomplished that. She didn't die in any of the. The, the two times that I probably could have killed her, she never died. So, mm. so yay for me. Ooh. Yeah. Shall we move on to the other, the yeah. other big thing yeah. that happened Why this not? past week? So it's, it's, it's key three season. It's not E3. It's Jeff Keighley's E3 season because no one else is doing it. Which is going to be awkward because next year E3 wants to come back, but no one care. No one really care about Jeff Keighley either, but no, yeah. <laughs> uh, what was the first one? The first one was Summer Games Fest, wasn't it? No, it was State of Play. Oh, State of Play was first. Okay, State of Play. I didn't see State of Play. Yeah. Um, fill me in on what happened there. So I mean, the only big things for State of Play was Resident Evil, mm-hmm. and. Final Fantasy 16. Now, did you see the the stuff for for 
for 16 yet? Um, no, I'm mostly keeping myself on like, it's not that I, I'm on media blackout, but I'm not actively pursuing it because I'm like, when I saw the release, I'm like, interesting. I'll care more when it's the year it's coming out. Okay. Yeah. So it, it got announced that it's coming out next year. Mm-hmm. Um, probably what was going to be happening that they were planning to do it in, in, in November. I think that was the hardline date for it. Mm-hmm. But because what was that? What was that game that's done by the Fifteen Group? It's the Enchanted one. Forspoken. Forspoken. Because Forspoken got delayed, I'm pretty sure they were like, ah, I guess we can delay Sixteen as well. But I think it's it's it got announced that it's going to be summer of of next year. Mm-hmm. So also. Street Fighter Six, that was those three things was the big thing that didn't Street Fighter Six get announced a long time ago, or is this like the first look at it? The first look of it because it was just announced that it was going to have Ryu and Luke, which was announced as the last DLC character for five. This was a full blown first look at it. The style, the essence of it, timeline wise. Um, so if you don't mind me going into this timeline wise, we're finally going past Street Fighter 3. Every game before 6, or that was released after 3, was taking place before 3. 3 was the end of the timeline for the longest Mm. time. Now, close to 23 years later, we're finally going past Street Fighter (laughs) 3 into into Street Fighter 6. So... Was there a reason they were doing that, or...? Because at the end of all, uh, how Street Fighter Three story is Ken, Ken and Ryu, Ryu pretty much is like, yeah, I'm done. Like the the Fist of the Hado stuff. Like I don't, I've mastered all my, my, my demons within with that, and mm. they made Ryu into pretty much a dull character. Gotcha. So the the whole thing of the fun of having Ryu is having that mixture of darkness in him with the being tainted by the dark Hado which is the the style of of Hado that Akuma uses so so that that was the whole fun of that so now there's like a new fight street area kind of thing where you can play as a creative character it's like their online hub Mm -hmm. you can go around meet people start fights online with that via that and it's it's very interesting also i feel kind of bad for whoever was in charge of handling street fighter 6's uh pr now because literally six hours after the trailer was revealed the entire roster got leaked oh Someone, I guess, someone from Capcom accidentally showed a picture of everything. So they showed how many characters, their designs, what it, all the names. Mm. <laughs> like it was a pretty bad leak. <laughs> so I'm, and I'm even okay. Street Fighters and Capcom acknowledged it, saying, "Hey, you know, there were some things that were released. We unfortunately we can't DMCA all of them, <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> take down all of them, but you know." be excited for when we do have the next release so i'm looking forward to that am i going to be really good at that fuck if i know oh 
they did do a kind of they, they reworked the control systems as well there is a usual master control where you can do all the inputs manually and then they have a smash like control where if you only have to push a couple buttons and then you can do a combo which nice. is very interesting for newcomers Mm. okay now i remember that's why people were complaining about uh accessibility making it too easy and then like people looked back and like every single release of most street fighter games uh offer auto options or accessible options for people for the most part so it's nothing new it's nothing new it's nothing new on on things like this but it's the first time that it was put forth in the forefront Mm -hmm. i think the last time it was made like this like Oh hey, this is the big get kind of thing was the three DS release mm-hmm. of Street Fighter Four. Oh yeah, I remember that one being a lot easier. Yeah, where I think it was just on the touch screen, I think. I, I, yeah, I had that version. It was it ran decently somehow. Yeah, it ran decently. But uh, just the look and the aesthetic of Street Fighter Six is really, really interesting. I know that probably Capcom and the whole Street Fighter team took a lot of the criticisms from Street Fighter V to heart mm-hmm. and they just kind of really revamped the look and style like you can tell that they went back to kind of like how Street Fighter 4 was with the focus attacks and like everything being like watercolor splashing when they setting up for moves and things like that it's very very interesting and, and I'm kind of open for it and they have um, they had playable demos all all over in LA and stuff like that for for the E three the non E three E three event, mm-hmm. and you know, people who are very ingrained in the fighting game community have been really liking what they they got out of it, and they hope that you know they take all the stuff that all the minor nitpicks that they got and make six into a very good game. Oh, and also six is going to be multi platform again. Not like five, which was only PS5 or PS4 and five and mm. PC only. So they need to they it's need good. to chill out on Chun Li's thighs. They need to chill. These yeah. are ridiculous. I'm like looking at them and they're like they they are her thighs are each as big as her torso. <laughs> and everyone's yeah, complaining about yeah. wide Ryu, but I'm like they just okay. Honestly, it's the re the reusing the the RE engine is their current main engine for everything. It doesn't mean yeah. Resident Evil engine. It just happened to be the f- first game on it was RE7. It's yeah. the Reach for the Moon engine, which yeah. is how you get RE out of it. How oh. whatever you get RE engine by being called Reach for the Moon, even though it should be RE RME, but whatever. Anyway, Dew uh, Dew <laughs> has um, more of like a Chris Redfield build. Yeah. So, like, that's just how it's, <laughs> how it's going to be. Well, okay, so I was confused. I didn't know, like, there was a whole lot roster leak and everything. So, like, when Jeff Keighley's like, we have uh, we have a, a world premiere for Street Fighter. And then, like, they showed Guile. Yeah. And I was like, oh, we confirmed Guile. I'm like, wouldn't Guile be in it anyway? Yeah. Like, I was so just so the- dumbfounded. I'm like, oh, look, the basic character that's in every single one of these is in the next game. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Who would have yeah. known? Yeah. So... <laughs> so a, a majority like the redesigns for a lot of the characters from if that leak is probably real it's like 90 a lot of people are going around and saying yeah it's like 99 to 100% real they look good they they're bringing back every single one of the road warriors which is the mm. the original eight from 
um, Street Fighter 2. And the redesigns look good. People were bitching about Cammy's design, but that's because people are freaking thirsty. Oh, they were complaining so. about her, like, having tights now. It's like, but she looks good. Like, if this is taking place, like, what, how many years after the first game? Or how many years after, after like, two? Or, like, how far in the... like? Two. Yeah, so, like, they, she looks like a woman her age. Yeah. Dressed like... Like, they look, with the exception of Cammy's, or, um, um, Chun-Li's thighs, like, Everyone looks appropriately aged or dressed for being a little bit more modern or further Older. in the future. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like they even have her her normal costume there as like an alt, but like her new one looks fine. Like people are really yeah, stuck on the weirdest shit. Yeah, yeah. Um I also like dad dad bod Ken. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's just like the like I don't know, like so there's been so many wide releases and wide rumors and speculations about story for for ken's look a lot of people are like oh yeah it's because you know he's downtrodden on his luck and you know his his wife left him and his kid left him as well and that's why he's all sad and all all that stuff but everyone thinks it's true but people are like nah i'm joking kind of thing well we don't know what's the truth until we see the 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 character reveal but a lot of people are doing speculations for that, but but the and then Giles event, wearing like all denim. Yeah, Giles just you know all denim. Which, denim which damn, denim damn. So Final Fantasy sixteen. Yeah, you can tell that the person that made the that that worked on a lot of the DM uh, Devil May Cry games worked on this game. I want to say it's a little bit faster pace than Final Fantasy VII Remake in terms of just the fighting style and just the groove of battle. Um, like, I had this huge, like, McGruffin debate about this from from Gray, from my other podcast. And, yeah, because he's just, he was like, oh, but Full Fantasy should be turn-based. I'm just like, oh, my God. <sighs> It hasn't been turn based since twelve. Thirteen. Thirteen wasn't turn based. It was ATB based. No one took turns. Uh, no one took turns. Yeah. No, it was like and, pretty much everyone was on their own bar, and you just like went yeah. on. Like there was only certain times where like a like an attack would stop everyone else's timer, but it was just on yeah. ATB gauges. Yeah. Then what? Twelve count? Because I thought it was by bar as well. So at 12 was like that, but, like, you still had to wait for your, like, you would select an attack, and then it would have a casting wait downtime, so you would still wait, like, have a waiting mm. period in between. It was, like, the half step in between 10 and 13, where, like, it wasn't exactly turn-based the way people think, but it wasn't an action game. It was, like, a weird hybrid, whereas 13 went yeah. for basically stationary action game. Mm-mm. So are all the fights in 16 one-on-ones? Yeah. So all the parties, party members, it seems like the the different summons and the different summons give different abilities. So it's like the style changes in Devil mm-hmm. May Cry. Okay. Yeah, it looks interesting, it's- but like it's... I don't have a problem with Final Fantasy being whatever it wants at this point because I really don't care, but like yeah. it's starting yeah. to not resemble the series. At, it's, it doesn't resemble Final Fantasy at all to me. Yeah. 
So, like, my, my only thing is just, like, looking at this, like, I'm sure it'll be a good game, but it's getting harder for me to accept things yeah. as Final Fantasy if it's just so far off base. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I get it, and I get mm. it. Like, for, for me, I, I assume that Square is just bringing this this way for for final fantasy from here on and it's 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 a a fate that i accepted a long time ago for for this particular series because final fantasy you know say what you will about their other franchises and squares my mountain is garden here this is their bread and butter this is their triple a main event game kind of thing so i find it i find it weird that they will literally do anything but turn like they refuse to do anything like they like uh, literally anything but turn based is fine. They'll do anything to avoid doing turn based when like other turn based games come out and do very well. Like it's just such an odd thing to me where it's like, yeah, I mean the I mean the only game that is still fairly turn based is Dragon Quest, right? And they said they're changing up Dragon Quest with twelve, which is going to be surprising because like that's everyone's junk food game and like know yeah. what you're getting. So I'm wondering how that's going to go. But like it's just weird to yeah. me that they will literally do anything but the thing that a lot of mainstay fans have been asking for. Hmm. And like, it's not that the series, I don't I wouldn't even say like 15. I don't, did they make their money back in 15? Because like someone told me they made it back right away. I'm like, I don't believe that maybe the money for 15 they made back, but the money for the development up through that game, I don't believe they did. Yeah. There's no think, way they I did. I don't think they did. I think they made it back when they rebooted 15. Mm hmm. They made like, back that money. I don't think yeah, they like, made that, that, like the, three the year dev cycle or whatever versus. for fifteen after versus. Definitely, they probably made that back. But all the the yeah. money, the decade of like the versus thirteen, definitely they just like took a loss. Because like, why else yeah. would they just like be like, yeah, we're canceling the rest of the DLC, we're out. Like, it's just such a weird thing. If for a, a game that would be doing good, why would you all of a sudden be like, yeah, never mind? Actually, all the, the few things that would help the story out a lot. Now nah, we're done. We're done. Don't yeah, worry about hey, it. Hey, you you want to read this book? Go read the book if you want to mm-hmm. finish the story. So, yeah. Like I, overall, I hope it's good. Think... It's just it's just getting like for me. It's just like I'll probably play it, but like, yeah. the The story seems very interesting. It's it seems like they are taking a cue from fourteen, where you know, hey, the thing is, you are fighting summons. However, the summons are being controlled or being used as a as an avatar from people from different kingdoms instead of you know the 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 creatures in fourteen. Mm-hmm. So it's it's very interesting. It shows that you can transform into the summons and battle other summons. So it it it's, looks interesting. We'll probably get more information about that fairly soon. Well, we're also going to get Final Fantasy VII anniversary stuff mm-hmm. fairly soon, which people are just just calm the fuck down. <laughs> calm people the fuck down. people wanted part two as soon as part one ended. Like I get it, people yeah. want like the full game at once, but like everyone pretended like they didn't see how it was like how the development was, despite the fact that like yes, it's still episodic, and then years later like yes, it's still episodic. Then it comes out and it's part one. They're like, where's the whole game? They literally have been saying this the whole time. Yeah, and then it came out like, well, the next year, like, well, they didn't really announce the next one yet. So when's it coming out? I'm like, how long do you think this is going to take? How long do you think dev cycles are? If they said they yeah. started part two very shortly after finishing part one, it's not ready yet. 
Yeah. It's not ready. And I also want to see if they take cues from 16 mm-hmm. because because it, it seemed like 16 was taking a lot of cues from from 7 remake cuz just how the style and and the fighting style for this particular game it's it's super fast paced. It's mm-hmm. very fast paced to the point that I I feel like I'm playing Devil May Cry. You know, granted, it is the battle director from Devil May Cry that is in charge of that, so of course I'll have his flair. But it seems like they took the 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 outline from Seven Remake and mm-hmm. just went balls to the wall with the speed and tactics and skills and how to connect there. Granted, I wonder if Seven is Seven Remake is gonna part two whenever that's gonna come out is going to take cues from that and be a little bit more faster or just hone the craft of what... The... I hope I hope they keep it closer to how part one was because I don't want to feel like Same. I'm playing a completely Same. different game every time. Same. Like, I still like want to, the, like... If... Um, when, when you finally get your PS5 and you play... Um, Intergrade? Blank. No, when you play Intergrade and you play as... Yuffie. Uh, uh, when you play as Yuffie, Yuffie's gameplay is so much better on an aerial base. They took mm-hmm. the, criticisms, the Chris's criticisms that they heard about aerial combat too hard. And with Yuffie's gameplay, they fixed a lot of that. So I really hope that it's just elevated upon just a little bit more. Because they only needed to fix like a couple of things for the battle system. Because the battle system mm. was fine for 7. I, I believe both of us were saying it was fine. Just the aerial combat was a little wonk at certain times. They just need to hammer that down a bit more. Especially because if we're going to get Yuffie and we're going to get Sid in this game. Hopefully in part 2. Sid needs to really... It really works well as an aerial um, character. So I'm pretty sure a lot of his attacks will be aerial based. I'm hoping when they finally do get to Sid, they, um, I was like, this came up, I was talking to B cause she really likes the character Shara. Yeah. And like wondering how they're going to handle that relationship because, uh, Sid is a d- domestic abuser. Yeah. So I'm well, hoping they know. acknowledge that or just, I, I'm, I'm assuming they're just going to rewrite that character entirely. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're just going to rewrite. Uh, I mean, how everything is this completely timeline timey why me bullshit at mm. this point because i think everything from here on out is going to be new mm-hmm. all the characters are going to be slightly variants of what we remember of it because um we killed fate and fate is not going to hold true to what the characters are going to be or not be anymore so i'm pretty sure they'll allude to it but i think they're just going to either i think either sid's going to double down or they fix it completely mm. it's either gonna be much worse or much better and uh, no matter what people yeah. are gonna complain yeah yeah exactly yeah but, I, I just i hope they uh i hope they just refine the gameplay and don't go full yeah. 16 because i just i don't want that yeah same same completely the thing is that is very very interesting so i don't know if you've been kind of keeping eyes out from posts from from japan about this mm. Um, the Final Fantasy Cafe has been doing stuff for the Final Fantasy VII anniversary. Oh, I a did lot see of... um, some pictures in B server earlier. Yeah, so a lot of the advertisements has been showing a lot of Crisis Core. Mm. Gak also posted a picture 
of him as Genesis again. <laughs> so a lot of people are thinking, are we going to get more Crisis Core integration? Are they going to talk about Ever Crisis? Because Ever Crisis still, we have, haven't heard anything from that game ever mm-hmm. since it got announced. Well, they, they said it was coming out later this year. Like, they even said they're like, it's going to be later this year and it's going to be released in, like, you know, periodically as well. Like, yeah. So I wonder if we're going to probably get more news about Ever Crisis because of that and that the first game is going to be Crisis Core, which will have Genesis, which is Gak right there. Mm. Or are they going to allude to Genesis being in Remake? Because we st- we kind of don't know what the hell happened with him, and especially because Fate is dead, he could come back. Mm-hmm. Who knows? And that's also assuming <laughs> like that they're keeping Genesis as a character in this one, because people are wanting, with Gact retweeting that, that gives me an idea that he would be coming back, but like that's been a big thing too, because people didn't know if they were just going to move away from working with him, because it, his everything about him was very tied to it being Gact as the character. Yeah. So that that's been kind of up in the air. But if he's retweeting or sent or posting pictures of him as the character, there must be something going on then. Yeah, it was just like randomly he started retweeting or, or posting photos and videos of a live concert of him showing up as a costume as guy or as um as Genesis. Genesis. So a lot of people people are just going like freaking crazy right now. <laughs> and my friend's just like who loves crisis core but hates genesis was like no what the hell? i didn't mind him in crisis core if anything the worst character in there was angeal like yeah Angel. um but that that's pretty much it for the sony stuff i mean we kind of went in depth for a lot of other things here but mm-hmm. it's pretty much it for the sony stuff um also resident evil 4 you're gonna get that remake and, and we can talk about more about it when we get to the Capcom stuff, but yeah. you know that that was also announced as well. I mean, oh, I, and I, then um, VR two for Village as well. Yeah, I mean, we can just jump in, like, go into that because we don't have to go in order. We can just jump in. Yeah, the so Capcom I guess one next. we'll go into Cap- uh, Capcom one because the Capcom one is obviously the shortest one here. Because yeah, I mean, had... there's already enough overlap between that and the Sony one anyway. Yeah, I mean, they they talked about Street Fighter, which. They showed Guile. They announced. No, no. Guile was in uh, Jeff Keighley's. Oh, that's right. That's right. So this one, they were just saying, hey, we have it. <laughs> we'll, we'll talk more about it soon for, for Evo. I think Evo is probably the next one. Evo or mm-hmm. Tokyo Game Show is probably going to be the next event where that game will show up again. Um, they also talked about Exoprimal. Yeah, now, I'm. that game... So I don't care. I don't care that like they did that. I thought it was funny that they did the um, bait and switch to kind of mess with Dino Crisis fans because like it yeah. was really funny. I don't really care yeah. about this game at all, but I really hope Capcom supports it because they're really bad at supporting I, multiplayer games. I really, it looks like a video game, video game as video game, and I'm kind of liking it. I kind of yeah, want to buy it. <laughs> well, for me, it feels like a game that would either be free to play or like a budget title or like on Game Pass Day 1. Like, when I look at it, it yeah. doesn't scream something, I want to buy this. Because like, yeah. I also just know like, if you are not Monster Hunter, um, yeah. as far as like, because like, I know, I know Street Fighter is a multiplayer game at heart, but like, it's not really the same level. But like, if you're talking, yeah. like, if you're talking about like a multiplayer game where it's like, Mont- like uh like the like you know cooperative whatever like more than two players monster hunter is like kind of like the only one they actively support so like yeah. 
seeing how they did with Hell. Reverse, which is still not has been shown. They still said it's coming back, but like it's hasn't been shown forever. Um, yeah. Outbreak, they did not really handle well when it came out then. Uh, Umbrella yeah. Corps, they barely like that was basically sent out to die. Operation Raccoon <laughs> City was also a failure. Um, then resistance they let that die and get overrun with bots and hacking and like they've just been sending a lot of their characters over to dead by daylight so i'm just like what are they mm-hmm. like i'm worried about this game just from like looking how capcom handles their multiplayer stuff it, see i it's it's done by the guys i think that do the earth defense force games mm-hmm. it looks which... like an edf game yeah, it looks like an EDF game, which I'm I'm all for it. Like I said, it looks like a video game as video game, and I really mm. hope at least two to three years support if they can get that much, and I think that'll be a success if for for Capcom mm. for anything that isn't Monster Hunter. And uh, speaking of which, for Monster Hunter, so what? But I think Sunbreak is that some Sunbreak, Sunbreak is, multi- is Monster Hunter soon, yeah. Okay, so that that's the the new game for for, for they elaborated on a lot of the monsters for that. My boy, Gormagala is gonna finally get back in that game. Too bad I'm probably not gonna play this game because just on principle I'm not gonna play this. What game. Sunbreak? I'm just gonna. Yeah, I'm probably. Why you play? Oh, till... you're still not playing it because your friend was an ass, or? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I got on PC. World. world well, I'll wait for World Two whenever that. Oh, but worlds suck out. compared uh, to Rise. Yeah. It, it's okay. It's okay. I can wait. If you decide to get it, I have it on Switch and PC, and I'll play it with you. Yeah. But, see, the thing is, if I if I get it for PC, I'm gonna have to like I'm gonna have to rebuild my PC from the ground up. So mm. that that that's another thing. But Gore is in there. I'm happy. Like they are giving support for that till mm, at least first quarter 2023. Mm-hmm. They have free DLC already planned all the way up until first quarter twenty twenty three. So they they are for a DLC they are giving more support for that for a long time, which is good. Which is really really good. Uh, Monster Hunter is probably their bread and butter. That isn't Resident Evil and Street Fighter for them. It's it's their bread and butter for multiplayer. So m- more support for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hope it does well. Like, I don't want anything to do poorly. I, I definitely feel like it is a game that is releasing 10 years too late. Like, if this thing came out, like, late... It, it feels like something you'd see, like, on the 360. Like, it just feels out of place. Not that it's no, bad, it's but it primal. just... Yeah, it just feels so out of place now. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. So it's just like, that's why I'm wondering. I'm like, okay, like, this is what you guys, your new IP is, and that's gonna, not, I'm worried it's not gonna do well, and they're like, we'll see what happens when we try new IPs. It's like, but you guys are doing stuff that it's kind of a People nobody asks for this. Yeah, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah, like they're really bad at like just gauging the market. Like, they they tend to run their IPs into the ground and not understand what people liked about them. I mean, even Resident Evil, like, it, like in between six and seven was a long time. I think it was like seven years. They had stuff come out, but like. It was a lot of meandering, like they did the Revelation side games, which, which I liked, but they were like trying to hit a balance between like Resident Evil, like Classic and RE4, while still having co-op, and then like they had uh, their spinoffs and stuff, and then Seven came in and like changed it up again. And, but like it, they, but like they, they have to run their IPs into the ground before they figure out what to do with them, and it just happens way too much that it's like, do you guys not pay attention to what? 
people are asking they, for or they, like wanting or they, playing? You know, K, uh, with Capcom, they have really bad KY syndrome. Mm-hmm. They they really have bad KY syndrome of like just what makes their franchises really good, mm-hmm. and, and and it sucks. It sucks because I. You know, I want to see Capcom succeed. I want to see mm. them do very, very well, especially with these new IPs, especially with XO Primal. I want to see XO Primal do very, very well. Granted, I have a bad feeling it's just going to be me and Mujiki just being like, mm. you want to cheese this T-Rex <laughs> kind of thing. So It's just weird decisions. Yeah, yeah. It's just it's just weird. Like, but, um, let's not that the, I do think like that, like just one more thing, like, I don't think they need to like sit there and listen to their fan base all the time because like the very loud minority of people that want like, it's fun. Every time there's a Resident Evil announcement, people are like, they'll announce this thing that we were asking for, but I really wish they announced yeah. this too. It's like, how many remakes of things do you want? Like RE4 remake was announced, which people have been like, you know, air quotes begging for, for years, even though like. They wanted it yeah. remade, and they've always wanted it remade. And it doesn't. I'm I'm worried about this remake. Not that it's going to be a bad game, but like they're going so so serious. Be... Like the the whole point of the <sighs> fun part of RE4 was that it was an action movie with stupid humor, quips, stuff like that. That's all going to be gone. All the stuff that made RE4 RE4 like atmosphere wise is going to be gone. So like I was like, oh, I'm like they're going with a horror route now. It's like, but it's not the same game anymore. I understand a remake is like doing something else, but they were even calling it a reimagining. It's like, do you guys even like these games, or you just like what you think they should be in your head? Because that's what I get from this community is they just like the game that's in their head and not the game that they yeah. got. So it's like, what what's the point? Because now they can be like, well, maybe they can remake RE5 and be better, and then they can do six, and then be like, then maybe they can do seven in third person, which. Kind of the same. The I, next thing too, RE eight's getting a third person mode, which I'm very mixed on. I don't think it's a problem, I, and I'm happy they're doing it. But I'm mixed on what it means. I don't, do you want to go ahead? So, so for for me, you know, I I get why what what they did, what they did, because mm. hey, you know, they're doing this whole epi- the the the. Um, Shadows of Rose, I think that's the mm-hmm. name of the DLC. They're doing that entire game in, in third person. And since they're already having that engine or that, that style already be inputted, they might as well just make it for Ethan as well. Mm-hmm. So, like, I don't mind... Where, yeah, sorry, go ahead. I'm already cutting you off. <laughs> where, 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 you know, with 8, I understand that it, it can only work with 8. I don't think this game would work. I don't think putting third person in 7 would work it would because they made that, that so claustrophobic intentionally that it would just feel i think wrong. it would break seven it would mm-hmm. it would break seven in, in in terms of mood because even i agree even i agree as much as i've hated playing seven even though i didn't get past welcome to family son and mm-hmm. the dinner scene i would hate the fact that if it was in third person because it would ruin the atmosphere mm-hmm. of what made that game so good because the whole thing of just you being ethan really helped you out and Mm -hmm. the fact that these creatures from what i've seen from that come and attack you feels personal compared to they're all like one-on-one or maybe two maximum three enemies at one time but like it's definitely like one's coming after you and you have to like it's it's i liked how that that was where like every encounter was like kind of worrisome yeah yeah and special kind of thing well with eight I can understand why they did 
it in third person just a tad bit more because that game is a little bit more chaotic or Mm -hmm. yeah a little bit more chaotic than seven was while seven had the intensity of having the fear Mm -hmm. of just you being so alone and just being that that first person view plus i also kind of want to see how the hell that you know what's his name Welcome Ethan? to the family, son. Well, oh. welcome to the family, son. We'll just pop out of nowhere if it was in third person. <laughs> yeah. So I'm really mixed on this. Like a lot of people are excited because one, options are great. Having third person, I yeah. think, is great because some. Yeah. I know a lot of people. I know like at least B and Aurora, they haven't been able to go through eight because you can't change the field of view. So like, mm. if you can't do that and you hit motion sickness, you just can't play it. So I think they would be be able to do it better with third person because it's not as like zoomed in for them um yeah. so options are great i think it looks cool to do it that way and like rose since she is um a different character i think having that i wish it was in first person but it's fine it's whatever yeah. they want to do it's fine my yeah. big problem is i thought resident evil finally got interesting again with first person and se- yeah. seven was like a lot more not grounded as unrealistic, but it was a lot slower paced. Everything, like every encounter was like, you know, like you had to like be smart about it. And then eight yeah. came out, they kept it first person, but then they went, basically went back to being a super action game again. I'm like, okay, yeah. this is fine. But now I'm worried that they've been doing third person with that third person for the DLC, and that nine's just going to go back to the boring ass remake third person style, which is the most. <sighs> it's gotten so generic at this point that it's like, yeah. oh, look, they all look the same. Oh, look, Ethan is using. I- Leon's I act, honest, like animations cool I honestly think it was going to be like that anyway mm-hmm. because of the fact that Ethan is spoiler dead yeah you know in, in in the game I figured that we we wouldn't be playing Rose but I I got thrown for a loop for that I am surprised DLC. by Rose being the DLC main character like I am very surprised by that I'm wondering if this will end this storyline or if they will make a nine where Chris because the way that nine, the eight, did you finish village? Yeah. Okay. We remember oh, that's we were right. going to have good. the spoiler cast, but fucking somebody just did not want to be playing the game on mm-hmm. his own damn time. Timber. So like, it's nice that they have that. I expected what the way Chris was talking that they were going to the next game would take place in London or whatever, and he was going to figure out what yeah. the hell was going on. Them jumping forward and having Rose do stuff is a surprise, but it doesn't mean that nine can't happen that way. I hope yeah. nine comes out and they finish off a first person trilogy or even have it as options. But like, yeah. I'm just, I hate the remake style. I hate the fact they just keep making remakes and like, of course I don't have to play them and I'm not going to yeah. like, I'm, I'm not yeah. going, I will not be buying for a remake. I would only play it if someone bought it for me. But other than that, I am not interested in playing it. I liked this first person change up. I liked what they were doing and now they're being regressive yeah. because it's safe. Capcom is a safe company. They don't do anything interesting anymore. Even yeah. Exoprimal is like, it feels like a game that if it safe. fails, it's not it's going to tank safe. them. Yeah. So like, I'm just, I don't know what their Resident Evil has just become this, mo- this so generic thing now. Like not that it was yeah. ever the most, you know, highbrow classiest you know big brain game ever came out but it's just getting so i you can see from two two remake to three remake you can see it in the animations for third person ethan and you can like um four remake it probably has a little bit i didn't see the trailer for so i don't know how much they showed of it 
but they just they're you can see everything they're reusing. You can see like all the re like and not that you have to reinvent the wheel every time, but you can see the reused animations. You can see the reused stuff. You can see how it's basically it, they're making everything too similar and like making yeah. it too. When it comes to three D games, they need to be more diverse. Like it just they're 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 too samey. They're too samey and they feel all abridged and truncated. And they're just they take stuff out and it's just like yeah, yeah it's nice to make these and make them new like you know reimagine something for a new audience, but like. You could also just make something new. Everything a remake does, they can do with something new. And it just makes this fandom even more obnoxious and impossible to deal with. Like, there's a reason I just basically have walked... Like, the big reason I walked away from this series and just the fandom and everything, it's just I can't handle anymore. And it's weird to complain about it, but... I... I, for, for, For me, I was a little disappointed in, honestly, how the Resident Evil 4... Um, RE4 remake or whatever mm. was handled um, mostly because uh, I think it was too too close I mean granted you know it's the same director and it's the same team that was handling 2 mm-hmm. compared to 3 which was you know I think it was only like half the team of 2 that was handling 3 3 was outsourced but, I think even 2 yeah, so so that answered like why it felt so different. Hmm. But even with this four, like a lot of the interviews saying they are, they are cutting certain things out and they're gonna cut that cork out. They're gonna cut off. They're probably gonna cut off the weird penis thing with what Salazar and and stuff like that. They're probably gonna get rid of the knife, the knife action that you get that you do with um, Napoleon motherfucker. I don't, mm-hmm. I don't I don't know his name. Um, I can also see like a, literally a quarter of this game being chopped. Like, there's because some areas just... which I think can be shorter. Like, the island area of the game is terrible, and that being shorter, like, you could definitely fix some things without removing a lot. You can reimagine something without removing, but the way all the remakes yeah. have been up on this point, with barring the first remake, is they yeah. streamline it and take things out, but don't put anything interesting back in. Like, it, say, like, yeah. you take, like, because 3 took a lot of stuff out, and then they replaced it with yeah. generic copy-paste um nest or, nest or 2 even, which wasn't or, in the first game or in the original 3 so even, it's like or even a movie they did if I, if I remember correctly wasn't one of the sections just glossed over as a movie or a, a cutscene uh which one sorry can you read the, that the bell the the bell tower scene wasn't that whole thing just just cut out as uh, just a cutscene there. Um, so yeah, like the, the, the whole clock tower thing, like the clock tower in the original one, you went there. I'm probably a little off. You went there, you did some stuff, and there was like a like a like a area that you went through. Yeah. And like you tried to like get the get get a helicopter to notice you. Like that's the whole thing. You see a helicopter there, and you go to the the bell tower to try and like get their attention, and then you fight Nemesis in the courtyard. Well, you get to the yeah. you get to the clock tower in the remake. You fight Nemesis, but he's a dog version now, which is different, which I don't mind them changing that up, but, like, yeah, he, he they change up that entirely, where you just go fight that, then he infects you. Um, yeah. The whole going through the hospital thing happened with Carlos, but it different. I think that version was a little bit more interesting than the one the original, but, like, then, like, you don't go to the same area, end area. The, the water treatment area is completely cut out. of the, the park's cut out. All that stuff's cut out and replaced with Nest 2. And it's so generic and boring. Yeah, so I've 
and I'm pretty sure what is gonna happen is they probably took the same locale decals from Village and just kind of rearranged it to look like how it was in four. Mm-hmm. And I I'm just more disappointed that yeah, I I rather have Code Veronica. <laughs> A lot of people were saying they'd rather have Code Veronica. I'm happy they're not touching it because like with the like I'm saying how they keep changing it so it's all more of a yeah. like all there no there's no jokes there's no jokes all the camp is gone uh yeah, yeah, yeah. code veronica has a lot of camp to it i mean one of the like mm. the villain sings opera at you type of thing and then they have the guy with the uh-huh. weird dolphin laugh the thing is they could do things to fix that game if they were going for the same feel every time but since they're going for more of this broody grim dark super serious yeah, dark serious, dark serious. feel it would just remove all of that. Like, it's not the same yeah. thing anymore. Like, I never... I can understand wanting to remake or remaster a game to make it available for a newer audience to find... Like, you know, bring yeah. something old back from people new. But you don't need to change so much. And they're changing it so much so it all has a certain feel. Which is, again, fine. It's theirs. They can do whatever they want. But they yeah. don't feel like remakes anymore. They just feel like... Just make something new, then. Like, if you're going to be yeah. that different about it make something new and since they don't yeah. they're like going to be making the older versions less and like they're still the older versions still aren't available re1 director's cut is going to be on playstation premium i don't think you can buy it yeah. separately yeah it's, so it's like available on, on the on the ser- on the service so so like it's but it's still like making this this rift where like people aren't going to be able to like it's the old one exists but people still can't play those old ones because two and three have not been one two and three have not been re-released in years so yeah. like it's 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 different like i understand when they remake movies a different director different um you know way of going about it but like movies don't have this thing where they stop making the old movie available like it, yeah. it's weird like old tv shows old movies they don't make the old one unavailable whereas games do and mm. I, I know i'm just well, very I, I, I also just think of this because of this is just being the new thing of the medium mm. right now and i mean like hey fuck it resident evil doesn't do that as well or it's not the only their capcom yeah the it's only not that is it's i feel like right now victim. Yeah, so I feel like video games right now are too remake heavy. I don't mind the remaster of things that were harder to come by. Like, you know how um, Square Enix has been bringing back a lot of their old things, remastering them, and even adding in newer cut content. Like, Saga Frontier coming back, remastered, restored the eighth character that was cut originally. That's really fucking cool. And then, like, Live Alive is getting an Octopath Traveler remake. As much as I'm anti-remake, that game is ancient, and even just doing like a slap and a translation on it is not going to get people abroad to play it. I think that's yeah. really fucking cool because that's more accessible for people. Because I also think a lot of Super Nintendo RPGs just ain't very good or well made. Yeah. So, like that style of stuff, I like that because it's bringing something old and making it a lot more accessible while still retaining a lot of what made it it. Or it's the exact same mm-hmm. thing plus more. But the other side is your seven remakes. Which, I don't have a horse in the race about it not being the same. I don't care. But, like, the 7 remake is very different. The RE remakes are very different. Uh, and, like, just there's a lot of that going on right now where it's, like, I'm missing a time where I'm getting new stuff and now I'm just getting retreads of old stuff but not as good. And I feel like that makes me a very grumpy old boomer man about games. But, like, it's not yeah. even that the older ones were better. It's just, like, if you're going to make it and change so much, is, so why not just make something the, new? The thing is, like, with that, like, 
granted, like the whole thing that I get is mm-hmm. whenever all these new IPs do come out, no no one is invested in it. No mm-hmm. one buys it unless it's like a huge name. Granted, you know, this is a a poor comparison to compare it to, mm-hmm. but fuck. Look at Death Stranding. Death Stranding did something very different mm-hmm. and people were fucking shitting on it for a yeah, lot oh, of yeah. things. But no, no, I, I understand like that it entirely. Was, it was a gr- it, it, it's a great game for what it is, and I I love the appeal. It it Kojima as much as flack as we give Kojima with his writing, he did something different mm-hmm. that was wasn't done before to really good success. Yeah, like that. that that's when, that's a game. I when, don't have like I haven't gotten very yeah. far, but like it's like I've never played anything like this before. I have played games where you know you're doing your fetch quest, delivering stuff, but like. That type of game, how it's presented, how it's done, it feels familiar if you like Kojima, but it's so different than anything else, and I don't think anyone else will ever copy it either. Yeah. Like, it's one of those... different. It was one of those (laughs) rare, like, this is an actual unique experience within games. And it's just for every one of those, we get, like, ten remakes, rehashes, something else. Yeah. And as long as... I completely understand. I completely understand. Like, take a look at this, you know, the... One of the new games that was announced was done by the original Dead Space guy, which is mm. Project or the uh, Callisto Protocol. I yeah. believe that's what it is. It's literally just Dead Space. It is, yeah. Watching it, it, I'm like, this it, is Dead it, Space. It, watching it, it was Dead Space. Granted, I'm not. It seems very intense, Dead mm. Space, and I'm not going to probably play this game. And I hope that it does well. I hope that it proves me wrong for it just being a Dead Space ripoff. But, God, man, it 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 gets to that point that we just don't have enough good IPs anymore. Mm-hmm. Or that it, if someone tries to do something new, people land blast it for for doing something out of the ordinary or and, I f- and people just don't see the value of it and i feel like as much as companies keep relying on just remaking their old stuff the more people are going to become skeptical of new ips and we're going to keep getting less and less of them like because you already look yeah. now like I, I bring this up a lot think about the amount of game ips that came out during the ps1 era and then the ps2 yeah. era and then the ps3 era yeah. how many of the era how many of those game companies are still around how many have been absorbed like once square and enix merged to make square enix how many of those franchises are still around? Like, we're just now this year, which we didn't get any notice about, and that's what makes me mad. Star Ocean is getting its sixth mainline entry. That series is from 1996, and we're just now on its sixth mainline entry. How many entries? There were six Final Fantasies out at the time the first Star Ocean came out, and now they're at 15, not counting anything else. There is one. There, there were two spinoffs for Star Ocean. There was... Yeah. The the Game Boy Color game, there was the mobile phone game, and the mobile phone game shut down, and two PSP remakes. Yeah. And, like, that's a series, like, I, I like, just only really recently got into it, but I really like that. But now seeing how there's only mm-hmm. a sixth one, and this might, like, every new Star Ocean could be its last with how it sells. Because Square Enix has ridiculous yeah. expectations. But, like, that's just one of them. Valkyrie Profile is just now also finally coming back for its fourth game? Third main one? And, like, one of those was a spinoff? Like these, yeah. there's so many series that are just not coming around. I'm happy Square Enix is like, re like going back through their um, their back like their IPs, and they're like, okay, let's pull these out. And they even like, I'm happy they got rid of the ones that they were not doing well with because they didn't understand it. 
but they're like one yeah. of the only companies. It's really weird to defend Square Enix. They're one of the only ones going through the back catalog, and they're like, okay, let's give this one one more shot. Let's give this one. Like, Tactics Ogre just got, got uh, leaked as uh, Tactics Ogre Reborn, a re-release of that, a series that's been dormant for a long time. But they're one of the few companies yes. that are doing it. So like and like think oh, about yeah. Microsoft. Microsoft owns so many IPs. How many of them are they still making? How many of them are still re-releasing? Not many. Oh my god. I mean, when we get when we get to well, let's let's transition to the Microsoft. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm I'm done complaining about Capcom right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because oh boy, I Xbox was like, hey, we're gonna be about games, games, games. But the thing is, you guys have so many fucking studios at this point mm-hmm. that even if you show 25% of the game franchise's IPs that you have, that's still so many that you're not talking about. Mm-hmm. And they showed a lot of good games for yeah, the Xbox I, showcase. I will give them like I credit. I think they impressed. probably had the best showing because they were just like, here are games, there's no developer interviews in between. There was a little bit of stuff yeah. where like a de- like Todd Howard came out and he's like, let me show you more. That stuff I don't mind. It wasn't like Summer Games Rest or Troy yep. Baker was like out there like filleting himself. But yep. to, to saying, "Hey, man, I can't, I can't wait to, I can't wait to go out and uh, show you the character that I'm playing on the, on the, on the Last of Us show." Yeah, yeah. God, he is going to be in that, isn't he? Yep. Him and um, person that plays uh, Ellie. Hmm. But yeah, Microsoft showed a lot of stuff, and they had a lot of games, and, like, they even have a lot coming out from their studios, but, like, there's still things, like, they announced a Fable game, like, and I also don't mind some IPs just staying dead. Like, I'm okay, like, if they got so far, and they're like, this is all we can do with it, that's all we want to do, I'm also completely okay with that. If they're just like, we are finished with what we wanted to do. If a company says that, I can accept that. I can accept... Give me another, give me another Blinks. Give, yeah. give me another Banjo game, like, for I, God's sakes. It might sound um, very... Um, what's the word I'm thinking of? I keep forgetting English words. This is a problem. I probably have a brain tumor or something. I don't know at this point. It might sound hypocritical for me to be like, oh, I wish they do these things that they have, but then I'm like, oh, it's okay if that... I don't mind if a studio's like, we have finished our story. Because there's a lot of IPs that just like kind of stopped. That was, that's my yeah. problem. They just kind of disappear. But not like... um Say like I'm trying to think of one that like got to an ending. They're like, you know what? This is all. This is the entire story we have to say. Like this is all we had in, like planned. This is this is the story one tell. It's done. I can accept that because yeah. that's artistic integrity and that's what they decide. Even if they come back with something later. I can accept that you decided that that's where you want to end it. But then like Microsoft yeah. just like buys these studios. <laughs> like hey, we have we bought Rare, and I understand most of the people from Rare that made the, those games are gone. But they're like, we bought Rare because we want all those IPs. But they're not making it. They're making Sea of Thieves now. And they could give that to anyone oh. else. Like, Perfect Dark's the only one that they finally are doing something with. Yep. And then they bought, like... and Which which they never even showed. <laughs> yeah, that one, that and Fable, I feel like, were shown way too early just to give people... They're like, oh, we promise we're making games that you guys want. One they show... Like, I'm, I can be patient. As long as they still say things are coming... I can be patient. They showed it, what, a year ago? I can... A year or so. I think it's almost two years. Is it? About two years. Yeah, I can be patient if they're just like, we just started development. Here's a CG... If once I see a CGI trailer and that's all it is, I'm like, I know this is at least three years out. I can accept that as long as they don't cancel it out of nowhere or just stop talking about it. But when all these companies, like Microsoft, keep buying up all these IPs, then they're just like, that was why they bought them. Like, we have all these IPs. Okay, use them then. Jeez. 
use them imagine or do something. Next year, imagine next year when they finally get Activision. It's so in that, like that it, entire that that entire showcase is going to be on fucking bearable. It's wait, is um is Diablo Four coming to PS Five? I don't think it is. Because like um, we're like we're also at a point too where like. COD is going to be exclusive to only Xbox. Like, which people say they don't care, but that still sells quite well. That's still a very po- that the, Warzone the thing, are huge. Yeah, I I don't know if they're. I think they'll probably just keep it free to play for Warzone. Warzone, I feel like will gonna, stay multi multi platform, but the newer camp campaigns yeah. will not be. Yeah, that's what I think as well. But it's just like yeah, so, but like I think the showing was good for um, Microsoft, yeah. like. I wouldn't say there is any one thing that stood out to me that I'm like, I need to play that. But like a lot of stuff was like, and most stuff was coming to Game Pass. I'm like, oh, good. I'm still pretty happy with my Xbox Series X purchase and having Game Pass. Like, I know at some point over this next year, there's going to be something mm-hmm. where I'm like, huh, I'll try that. Yeah. And then Starfield, whenever yeah. that's going to fucking come out. <laughs> that game's going to be too big. That. That, that game is going to be too get big for its own fucking good. Mm-hmm. And I have... I I just feel like... I want to I, I want to play it. I want to get it. I want to play it. Mm-hmm. And I, I understand the appeal. The thing is, it's going to be like every other fucking game that I play from 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 that, that series. It looks like No Man's Sky that. meets Fallout. It, it, it is. It's No Man's Skyrim. So that's what everyone keeps on calling it no man's hmm. sky skyrim or whatever the fuck i hate that that flows right. much better because it definitely is more like fallout yeah like like be, not and, just because and, of the guns it just like has more of a fallout vibe i mean it feels like 76 because of the numbers the numbers hmm. of all the, uh, the, oh, the yeah. levels and all that stuff it feels like 76 so be nice you, you know, can turn that, that off yeah uh, i just i think the whole thing of Getting your your spaceship, going around, making that, having all the things. Oh, and the fact that Todd Howard's like, oh, you can go to any planet, anywhere, and you can land on any surface of the planet. I call bullshit. Unless I see it actually being done, I call fucking bullshit. <laughs> so, it, it, he said anywhere on the planet. I, I call bullshit. I call it bullshit. Or it, like, as soon as I land, it's gonna fucking just like break the game. I have a bad feeling about that. I, I don't know. Um, what, what was that? Redfall. Redfall game. That that, that looks that left better than I thought because it, like everyone thought it was gonna be a Left 4 Dead style game. They're like, it's not. It's closer to Borderlands. Yeah, it's closer to Borderlands style. With with yeah, I, I'm st- I find it. It's I'm fun. still not it's overly fun. excited or interested in it, but like, if my friends are like, yeah, "Hey, we're gonna, we got Game Pass, we're gonna download Redfall, do and try," I'm like, "Okay, sure, why not?" That's where yeah, like Microsoft, I, a I lot think... of stuff there's going. It's just like a lot of like, "Okay, yeah, sure, I'll try it." Yeah, it, it's it's kind of like they're being like the 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 blockbuster of of video games at this point. Like, yeah, hey, you want to try this? Yeah, let's go play it. Let's go buy it. Which let's I like that to to an extent. Yeah. I like that. Like, it would be nice if they had a game where I'm like, "Oh shit, I need that." But like, I also don't mind having a games a game system where I'm like, or, you know, even like a game ecosystem where I'm just like, you know what, I want to play something. But I have no idea. Like, they are trying to make that. 
I hear I've heard criticisms of Game Pass and how it just kind of makes it like it makes a good place for just okay games or you know like you know middle of the road games yeah. things that are okay. Yeah. Nothing mind blowing, yeah. but also like I kind of also feel like it sets your expectations to like it's kind of bringing back the B tier game, and I miss yeah. B tier games where you're just like that was fun. You know, I could play this. It's nothing mind blowing, but like there's it's like things like you know the Bouncer or Chaos Legion or yeah. Um, uh, Eve of Extinction, like things like that, where you're like, "Oh, I remember this game. It's it's fine. It's a game. It can play. It. It's a video game ass video game, and I like that sometimes. Yeah. And a lot of Game Pass games feel like that. I don't know. I once you know with the with the Series X, I, I'm I'm not too too butthurt about my purchase about that as mm-hmm. well. So there, I, there there's that. It definitely is being propped up by Game Pass. Like that—that that is really yeah. the thing that is making owning a Series S or X worth your time. But I also don't think I that's think, a problem. I think also, like honestly, if any of these games were made for me to buy, buy, I think I would have a lot more problem with that. Mm. <laughs> the, a lot of the fact that a lot of their main power games are going to be available for for. For Game Pass Day One is a very nice appeal. I don't mind mm. that. I, I honestly don't mind that. You know, Microsoft is a big enough company that they can take the loss at, or pay these people out, so they don't need to have physical copies. So I, I mean, nice. and a lot of times too, I'll play something on Game Pass if I really like it. I'll just go buy it because eventually it's going to go off. Unless it's a Microsoft product, like it'll eventually go off. So, like I've tried yeah. a couple things. I'm like you know, I'm going to buy that then. Like when that when I see it on sale, I'm going to buy it. Like I think I played Dragon Quest Eleven on there. And so once I finally get, you know, feel see it at a good price, I'll buy it. I tried it on there. I'm like, okay, this is better than the 3DS version I played. I'll buy it then. You know, I for one am I'm liking how these all these three companies are handling the games business right now. Mm-hmm. They're all different and like there's a different approach. So different. like it makes it worth owning each system because it's not like the past couple of generations were like, you know, you're gonna get the same thing everywhere for the most part, except for Nintendo, but Nintendo was trying to, yeah. but now it's like for Nintendo, I'm going to get like a lot more RPGs and things that are fun to play on the go, or if I want to play them on TV, yeah. I can. And Sony's like, here's yeah. a bunch of fucking movies and first party Square Enix <laughs> games. And then Microsoft's if, like, if we got everything else. Fucking, if you want a bunch of fucking movies or AAA fucking circle circle jerk artsy fartsy kind of games, that's that's Sony at this mm-hmm. point. And you know, and with Microsoft, you you pretty much carry carry the rest of the litter. Mm. hey if you want to try this you can if you don't want to try this you don't need to try it if you don't want to kind of thing and I honestly I kind of like that I really Mm. really really do and it's good overall for the industry for them to do that granted I don't agree with Microsoft and or Sony buying all these fucking third party companies to, to accomplish the goals of what they've been doing but unfortunately that's what it is I just hope Disney doesn't buy one of them out at some point. I don't think they can. I think Microsoft's still way bigger because yeah. I mean tech tech is a lot bigger than people realize. But like, I just hope yeah. I hope they I, don't get bought up I, by like someone even more, bigger. I'm more scared that Apple is gonna get into the game somehow. I'm they very, keep trying, but like, I think it, they not they're not gonna be given the experiences that are going to be conflicting with what exists because um, it's yeah. just. Like the the things they make, even though they have Apple Arcade and stuff like that, there's still something different in the mobile phone market, 
in the iPad market for games is very different. That landscape's so different. People want things they don't have to pay for that are just like smaller, like more stripped down experiences. Like even things like Fantasian, I want it, but like Fantasian's still uh not that uh like I it's still I I still I want to play that, but like it's I feel like it doesn't belong there. Definitely doesn't feel like yeah. it belongs there. Yeah, it's it's interesting. Like a lot of th- this this E three not E three this mm. year really opened my eyes to. Okay, so this is how these cre- these companies are going to run their business. It really opened my eyes. Like I kind of had the inkling of this last year when we were doing it, but mm. this year really doubled down, especially with the, the acquisitions that Microsoft has been doing now. And. <laughs> We'll see. I I don't. I, I'm kind of eager to see how the business is going to be five years from now. Mm-hmm. But I'm also kind of scared because I'm I'm afraid of what you say that what Capcom is doing. I'm afraid that all the companies are going to be doing. Yeah, that, even I, more I, so. I feel like it's going to be down. going that way, and like there's a reason I I just keep playing older games. Yeah, and and I, like and like I said, I understand. And but you got you got certain companies that want to try and do do things, but I just I, I don't understand the not not the appeal, but it it just people are going to really have that nostalgia kick, and unfortunately, it's not going to be the same. Yeah, I'm just worried that we're going we're heading towards another video game market crash or something. Like something's going to happen. Like. I don't think things I, can continue the way they are overall. Like I even, honest, I honestly think if EA gets bought by one of the three, or even bought in general by mm-hmm. a non-company, I have a bad feeling that the the market is going to crash again. Mm-hmm. I just, I have a a similar feeling as well. Or if, especially if one of the big three, just. Yeah, GGs. I don't think so. The only person that I would think that would do that is Nintendo, but or more Sony. Honestly, mm. Sony. Sony seems like a better bet to be GGing out of there. But unless one of those, one of the big three, kind of bows out, the market's gonna crash pretty hard. I think we're gonna see it. But like I said, if EA gets bought, I think that's gonna be it because there's no other third party as big as EA. Yeah, I think they're the biggest remaining one now. Yeah, they're the biggest remaining Cause like, one. Because, like, Sega and them are all small. Like, people don't realize, like, Sega, like, people get mad. Like, Sega's not a huge game. Like, I haven't been keeping up with the oh. Sonic Frontier stuff. I don't care. Yeah. I'm going to play it no matter what. So, like, it's mostly I get tired of people bitching about it. But, like, people forget oh, I'll... Sega is actually a very small company. Yeah. They're very, they're, and... they don't have a, like, they're worth, like, they're, like, really far down the list. I really hope the rumors of Microsoft buying Sega is not real. I really, really hope not. But the the announcement of Persona being available on the Xbox, RIP Switch people that really want a Persona 5 on the Switch. Mm. <laughs> but I'm more surprised. Really, I, I'm less surprised that um, Persona 5, like Persona 5 I don't think could run on the Switch. But I'm more surprised yeah. that four and three are coming to Xbox, but not Switch. Yeah, that's more surprising. 
but also Sony's getting those two as well. So I yeah, but the, the the whole thing of the announcement being the kerfuffle of it being on Xbox is also very very interesting. Mm. I really hope that they don't get bought because I don't want I don't want Yakuza only being an Xbox thing. It's. I think it's possible because they've they've always been buddy buddy. I don't know if people or I don't know if you know about this. Uh, Microsoft worked with them to make the Dreamcast operating system, yeah, or at least one variation yeah. of it. And then when they moved over from Dreamcast to Xbox, yeah, a lot of stuff went to Sony and went to Nintendo. But they made like original stuff for the Xbox primarily, yeah. yeah. And then the yeah. other two systems got like they got some after a while, but like things that were, I mean. Like Shenmue, Shenmue Two was yeah, they, Xbox only for. A they long got Shenmue. Time. They got Jet Set Radio Future. They got Crazy Taxi Three. It's not good, but they still got it. They were one of the first people to get PSO, and it was natively playable on Xbox Live yep. because it had a built-in Ethernet port. Like it, there was a lot of there's a lot of friendship between those two companies that people don't realize. So it would be if anyone would buy them out, it'd be them because I think Nintendo won't touch them. Yeah. See. That, that's that's where I'm kind of scared. I'm like really scared. But if it happens to be that way, then I'll just have to accept that. I feel like if anyone would, games. I feel like if anyone would take care of them and let them do what they want, it's Microsoft. They seem to be like letting yeah. the companies they buy pretty much stay autonomous. Other than you have yeah. to make your games for our systems only now, but they do let some Except things Brett. go over to Nintendo. Like some things that they'll play Brett. ball with. <laughs> oh, rare! I I bet you if anything comes out like a more banjo stuff it'll probably be multi-platform with nintendo just because there's a lot of goodwill shared between the two of them yeah i just think it's you won't see a microsoft thing on sony because they're always sony doesn't want to play ball or at least that's what it made out to be is that sony doesn't want to play ball sony doesn't want to play cross cross play ball Mm. (laughs) if i remember correctly is there anything more you want to talk about? I mean, we can lambast talking about fucking Last of Us Part 1, but I'm I mean, I, I, interested about that. Uh, the most I can say is, like, I literally don't understand why it exists, other than, of course it does. Of course it does. They want to make money, and I gotta fucking buy it, because it'll say PlayStation Studios. On I, it. I find it funny, though, that even, like, big fans of The Last of Us are just like, why? What? Why? Like, you... It's a also, also, a remaster of a remaster char- of a PS3 game. The character designs is similar to two, which makes no fucking sense for Ellie. Because why the fuck did you do that? Because the whole thing of one happening is because of her innocence being taken away more mm-hmm. so. So she still looks like a fucking child, but now she looks more like she does in two in part one, which good on technology for bringing and they did the george lucas thing they fucking did what's his name what's his name um what's what's the director for fucking for last of us what's his name it's not neil Druckmann, is it yeah yeah it is neil Druckmann. neil Druckmann was like oh i mean now it's according to our original vision of how we wanted to do Uh, that 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 original vision thing is always bullshit that's like it's like no it wasn't because you were there was no, there's no way it could have been because the technology didn't exist at the time. There's no way it could have been your original vision. Like I, I don't yeah, believe that yeah. ever. It's just, oh, yeah, yeah. All, all Naughty Dog has done this generation, um, is release PS5 versions of their PS4 games or updates for their PS4 games. That's all they've done. Yeah, as of right, apparently, and then Neil Druckmann did a semi-announce that they have something in the works there. A multiplayer-only Last I, of Us game. 
No, 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 no. That was that isn't. It's it's gonna be something else new. But he was like, oh, I ain't, I ain't ready to talk about it yet. Hmm. I was like, it's gonna be fucking Uncharted. I already know it's gonna probably be Uncharted Six and starring fucking Nate's daughter or whatever the fuck. I wouldn't mind if they kept um, it with Chloe, but I don't know. If she, I don't know what happened at the end of uh, that game. I don't know as well because it feels very. Ugh, fuck, I really hate it. I don't like how they handled that DLC. <laughs> I got bored, so I stopped, which sucks because those are the two. Like Chloe's more interesting than Nate, but yeah, Chloe is more interesting than Nate. I was just bored at I that mean, point. She's she's even more interesting in the fucking movie than Nate, and I watched that. <laughs> Let's let's go into questions. We, okay. we've, we've we've lambasted a lot. <laughs> yeah, uh, you even said like this will be easy as long as you as long as you don't rant. I'm like both of us did. <laughs> both of us did this <laughs> week. All right. Um. So we have some questions. We don't have a whole lot, but we have a couple. Um. One is the first one's from Crewmate. They say small size games are great. They don't waste our time with hour long downloads or eat up our hard drives. What are some of the smaller games that impressed you recently? No ROMs, like just like new games. So... That are small. What do you What do you mean by small games? Like, like probably like, bite sized experiences that aren't like because also that like you know bigger games now like like Final Fantasy VII is a hundred gigabytes, more or less. Yeah. But then like I think they mean like you know those like ten gigabyte and under maybe indie games maybe smaller um, releases because like is, I don't say so I'm I'm the worst person to ask that mm-hmm. because I when, immediately when I said small games I was like like what like Life is Strange. I mean like <laughs> the, I think that game. <laughs> Yeah, I, I guess they mean just like 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 maybe B tier games, smaller scale games that aren't like these big, um, like AAA budgets or anything like that. Not necessarily indie, like, honest, but not like, honestly. Like, if I were to if if I were to buy any game, like the game that really impressed me, that I really wish played when it came out, because that probably would have been really close to my game of the year. It was Life is Strange: True Colors, and I really enjoyed my mm-hmm. time with it. Yeah, you know. The, the 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 nuances aside for other relationships and in that game aside that was a really it was a solid story for the most part that did not tie in well arm's length tied in with the other games it didn't but, directly try it tied in yeah it didn't directly tied in the, there's a character that shows up in um in one of the the off offshoot games mm. that, that happened this past week or this the, the couple years after the first game, but you know, it was its own story. I really like Alex as a character, and if we go back to her, hey, cool. If not, then hey, that's also cool. We don't need to go back to her. Her story is complete. Mm. It's very nice. It has a nice end and start and finish ending of her entire character development, which is so, so good. Mm. I like it when companies can just tell a story and be like, that's all we have about them. Like, uh, they could add more, but they're like, this is this is it. This is the story. Awesome. Sometimes you don't need more. Yeah. I don't need to know everything that happens and after the end of the game. I don't. I, I can't wait. I can't wait to see what, you know, that company has next for Life is Strange, whether it be a brand new game or if they're going to do something like True Colors Honestly, I can't wait because Life is Strange is one of those games that, ironically, Square Enix kept that because they know that they could make money off of it. Mm-hmm. That I actually really, really like. I think it was one of the few game series that started under their banner as well as opposed to uh, two ones that they bought. I think yeah. that's another reason they cu- they kept it. 
I mean, that's why, you know, Final Fantasy Spirits Within is one of the best movies ever made. I don't care what anyone has to say about that. That's good that you don't that's care. That's why that line... <laughs> that, that's why that line was in there. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, for me, at least, um, I'll, I'll go, like, with two... Uh, m- one of them is like, I guess it, it's kind of cheating. Uh, Star Ocean First Departure R, I, that's the one that I played on Switch. I bought that on, like, I got that Switch version for stream. Mm. That that one's mm-hmm. like, I think, maybe four gigabyte. It's not a very big game, because it's a PSP remaster. But, like, that was a nice... Yeah. It wasn't small in, like, length, but, like, it wasn't a big budget thing by any means. And it was, like, a nice experience. Like, if I had played that handheld on my own, like, I'm playing the remake of the second game... I like that those are both like smaller scale games that like even as RPGs and even as like established series it's not huge um I can yeah. take it as I want and it's it's nice little thing like that um as as like for another one that's like completely separate I really liked Sayonara Wild Hearts it's like a 2 hour long game I've replayed it several times now the music's good it's like I like games that are music based that like are more than just like a rock band if it's like the entire thing's like an ongoing like, it's an ongoing story within, like, a two-hour... It's like playing a long music video, in a way, with gameplay. And that was a nice, small yeah. game. I think it's just a couple gigabytes. Great visuals, great music, and, like, that's just a nice little thing where, like, I can just, like, you know what, I have a couple hours, or I'm like, you know, I have an, a little bit of time, I'm going to play a couple levels from this, or a couple songs, and I'm good. And, like, that, 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 that game surprisingly impressed me, and you guys know how much I don't like indie games, so... Yeah. That's just, like, something... Yeah, see, that question is more of a Timber question, to be Mm. honest. And I'm pretty sure if Timber was here, he'd probably list out four games in length and the entire summary beat by beat of those games if he was here. Mm. All right, next question is from Barakin. Should I buy a Series S to play P3 and P4? Um, They're both coming to PS4, so no. Unless you want, like... They're also upgrades. coming to Steam as well. Yeah, so they're they're going to be on everything else. This was asked today before. I, I don't know if they knew that they were coming everything else. Uh, if you I don't, don't, I think that announcement also just came out today. So, so if you don't have, if your PS4 is dying and you can't get afford a PS5, I think the Series S is nice, but not having a disc drive sucks. So it's just more like, do you have anything else you want a Series S, or can you just play it on Steam or PS4? Yeah, yeah. I think it'll be Steam Deck approved. Um, next question, if same from Bari, do you think Nintendo is doing a presentation soon or won't do anything until later in the year to remind people of games coming out in the holidays? They usually do one around now. It's been a yeah, little I while. The, I think the rumor is end of the month. Yeah, I could see one, like, there'll probably be one over the summer because they do them every, like, two or three months, I think, tops. and like. Plus, I think they wanted to have the launch of Strikers to go off of and mm-hmm. then talk about the DLC later on. Yeah, and so also... I'm pretty sure they're waiting for Strikers to release, which it just did. I think, think we'll see one in July because with Xenoblade coming out, they'll probably have yeah. one closer to that date because that's right at the end of July. Yeah. So, yeah. So, either end of July and beginning of July, I'm pretty sure that's the, the next Nintendo Direct. We'll have one over the summer for sure. Yeah. Alright, last qu- set of questions. There's a few of them from Bakuman. Um, what's your opinion on Dragon Dogma's 10th anniversary? The fact we forgot oh. to mention it should be telling. 
I mean, it was an announcement of a fucking announcement. Yeah, I mean, if they... Which Capcom also loves to do. I mean, I'm happy that they're they're giving it some recognition. I just hope this time it's a sequel, because, like, they keep... Mujihi was going fucking crazy when they talked about Dragon Dog, Dog's Monk, because he loves that series. And then he literally yelled, saying, fuck you, when they just moved on after that. Like, it's it's that series, like, it's I'm happy they're acknowledging it. Like, the Dark Arisen sold pretty well. It's sold better than the original version and like i know like yeah. tofu really likes it there's a lot of fans of it it's just as they should get get off the pot situation like stop taunting the fan base with something if you're not going to do anything like if they announce it's just like an anime and nothing else if they don't announce a new game at this event they need to stop like if they're just going to keep baiting their fan base stop it like it's the worst thing you can don't do is just like allude to things that aren't back. happening he kept on texting me, the wind is pushing me, which I assume is something from Dragon's Dogma. No clue. <laughs> no clue, and I was like, do you have gas? Is that what you're telling me? Um, next question, these are all from Baku. Um, yeah. What is my opinion of the improvements of the other Resident Evils? I guess the re- like the upgrades for 2, 3, and 4. Uh, or 2, 3, and 7. Uh, Seven's upgrade broke it broke the game on my PC, so I'm gonna have to reinstall it and see. But currently, it looks worse and sounds worse. So <laughs> I, I have to I have to try it on the five. I have to put in the disc for two and three to see if it. Fun uh, fact for you for two and three, change. actually two, three, and seven. The upgrades for PS4 are for PS4 to PS5. Yeah. When you upgrade them to the new versions and transfer your save data it unlocks all the trophies that you have unlocked on the previous version granted that would probably only be one trophy for seven which is welcome to the family (laughs) (laughs) but a majority of the trophies for two and then i guess half of it for three so i guess it'll uh bring them up for me it's funny because um i watch like there's someone i follow that's another streamer and they're like oh this was the easiest platinum i got i'm like watching it and it's a 30 second video of them transferring their save data from ps4 to 5 and it just unlocks the platinum for the game like because like they said there would be a new trophy set but no one knew it was just gonna like unlock everything so they're like neat Uh, i mean it it did that it it did that it did that for what I remember Metal Gear Solid two and three doing that with transferring, but that was a different. That was like a special um, case at that time. Ghost of uh, Sushi Man did that. I just literally upgraded my PS four version to PS five, and then I got the platinum, and I didn't even do anything. Like it's... literally the the screenshot of me getting the platinum was literally just on the PS five dashboard. And I was just laughing. <laughs> like, it's nice that they do that for people who don't want to, do, like, go through and, like, especially if they're games with hard trophies. But, like, I feel like they should, like, I don't know if you need your save data or I don't know I how that works. But, like, really, it just. I really, really wish that they did that for Judgment because, my God, getting the Platinum for Judgment for PS4 was a bitch. And then I mm-hmm. had to redo it again for 5 and I was so pissed. This is kind of why I like the fact that um, Microsoft, they don't do separate trophies, unless the company says they want it. Um, yeah. All their games, like Xbox One and Series X, they all just share a trophy set so you can just and save data. So you can just pick up the game anywhere. Like The trade-off of not getting double trophies is... Say you're playing on your Xbox One, you get a Series S yeah. or Series X, you transfer your save data over, you just pick up where you left off. And, like, yeah. I, 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 yeah, I appreciate it's, it's that nice. a lot. So, like, I'll take certain that over... Are, 
certain games are like that, but some other games, like a majority of them aren't. So. I feel like it's nice for multiplayer games where, like, yeah. you don't have to start over. You just have all your stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah but, like, I, I feel like that should be an option. Like, you can transfer your save data and be like, do you want the trophies unlocked that you have gotten, or do you want to start over? Just, like, have your saves, because say you had yes. some stuff, and just, like, ask people, do you want this to start over or no? Yeah. Oh, that would be nice, honestly. Mm. Then the last question from Baku, the and the important question, why third-person mode is necessary to do in Village, I think it's necessary, no. Like, I, I can just say from a blanket, necessary, no. Accessibility-wise, great. no. Um, and, like, if but they're wanting the direct... Is it a nice feature? <laughs> yeah, go, sorry, go ahead. Necessary, no, but is it a nice feature to have? <laughs> I'm upset that they're not sticking to first person with Rose, but if they if their artistic direction is they want pe- the characters or people to see Rose as a character, which I think it's also important to show a female character yeah. as a playable character and not just first person. Like I think people don't yeah. understand this with Resident Evil. Before Mikami left, he was always very adamant about his female characters being presented as strong and capable, and I don't think that's no necessarily always easy to do in first person. This is I know it's a weird thing, but like they're not really good about they haven't been good about female characters since he left. Um I think if that's how they want to show it, I get it. Because also the first person perspective with Ethan was supposed to be that we are Ethan, so it's yeah. us. Um I do think it's cool that they're putting it as an option in village for the main campaign for people who couldn't play it in first person, because there are issues with it. There are issues like not being able to change the field of view, so it will be nice for people like them. I also do want to point out that we are not for the first time seeing Ethan's face. His face has been known on the internet since 7 came out and people data mined it. And you could see his face briefly in the game. So this is not the first time they're seeing his face. Yeah. But the first time in game, technically, from the perspective of playing. I also like the fact that they are doubling down Mm -hmm. with VR, though. Yeah, it is nice that VR is coming out for 8, because that's kind of what made 7 special. Yeah. But yeah. Shall we wrap up here? Is there anything else you want to talk about? Um, no, but someone do edit something with me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, no, that's it. That's literally it. But, yeah. (laughs) where can we find you Lou? (laughs) Uh, you can find me Monday through Friday at 7am Central Standard Time on twitch.tv slash Cody Hunter I play retro games primarily RPGs because my hands hurt and I really can't play much else anymore Um, I'm working on Star Ocean until the end of time most likely till the end of June Uh, and if you've seen me in this past week I was on the front page for Pride Month uh, on Twitch which was cool outside of Twitch you can find me on TikTok, Twitter and you can find my old stuff on YouTube but that's primarily where you can find me. Also listen to Potasaurus and check out the other people on Team Retrosaurus. And you can follow both of them on Twitter at the Potasaurus and at Team Retrosaurus. How about you, Ken? Yes, yes, yes. You can follow me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongaku Do You, where we talk about what is the latest trends in the Japanese music industry. If you want to see what my write-ups are about for the all the news and interviews for Japanese artists, you can check it out at ongakudoyou.com. You can also follow me personally on Twitter at OTYKen1, where I talk about Bang Dream, Ainaiba, Roboco, Herobo, uh, just pro wrestling and random things about my daughter. I will probably, whenever I get that image of my Father's Day gift, I will 
probably show it to you first and you'll probably get a huge ass chuckle and then probably show it on Twitter. So, yeah, there's that. Yeah. I want to say thank you for listening to this wonderful episode of what's supposed to be a shorter episode of the Potosaurus. Yeah, but at we least... still made it to the two and a half mark. <laughs> <laughs> at least it'll be easy to edit. <laughs> it'll be easy to edit, but yeah. yeah, there's there's lovely this episode of the Potosaurus. I want to say thank you very much. Ramos can say bye bye. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.